everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Tomb of Annihilation Into the Depths, part 24. Today is October 11th, 2020, and you are loved. That is an important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indooradventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can find our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask any of these fine folks or myself, you can either do it in the side chat of the Twitch stream that you are hopefully currently watching, or you can find a link down below to our Discord server in the description of this video audio medium. Uh, and then we have our side chat, questions for the courts. Ask us those questions directly. And again, at patreon.com slash indooradventures, we will answer them after this show. But say you already support us on Patreon, on YouTube, Twitch, all of those other good places, and you are trying to find yet another avenue to help us out with revenue. You can go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. We got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, clocks. And most importantly, we got face masks that have the symbol of Tiamat upon them, made by our very own Cyberwolf1201, Arjan Yodaris, on Mondays and Thursdays. We got them in white, black, green, blue, and red. So whoever is your favorite aspect of Tiamat, or maybe you want to get all five, you can purchase masks there. And all of the proceeds that we get from those masks end up going to help support Doctor Without Doctors Without Borders in the ever going pursuit of finding a vaccine for COVID-19. So if you'd like to help support a good cause or help support us, uh, consider going to check that out. But that is it for my spiel. So hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Hey everybody, I'm RJ, but today I'll be playing Walmore, the Shifter Fighter Barbarian. Hello, my name is Ruinray and I'm going to be played by LB today. Um, I am a Tabaxi and I am a monk. Hi everybody, I'm Wings. I'm going to be playing as Baz, the Drow Rogue Fighter. And I am the Indoor Adventurer, and I shall be playing as Teshvale de Falaran, Mark of Shadow, Elven Paladin of Conquest. And before we continue, I'd like to say thank you for following DrowningFish1 underscore. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And I'm Tyler. I am going to be the DM tonight, and we'll start off with the recap. Last time, Baz's barnstorming Bessies met back up with some old friends, managed their equipment, and said farewell to others. Before they could enter the tomb, however, they showed down with a red wizard, a drow assassin, and the king of feathers. Now, having overcome those obstacles, and despite their losses, they finally have all nine puzzle cubes and can venture forth into the tomb. Will they survive delving into the dangerous dungeon? Can they find the lost artifacts that their hearts desire? And will they be able to locate the soulmonger and stop the death curse in time? Find out on the Indoor Adventure Presents The Doom of Annihilation. Uh, you are at the entrance to the tomb of the nine trickster gods. Tesh tried to pass wall through uh, what you guys supposed was the front door. Um, this did reveal that that uh, is not uh, the correct door. 
um, but it also revealed that Passwall cannot be used in the tomb um, and likely other magical effects are going to be uh, affected here. Uh, that was the front door. Uh, at the obelisk, there are two other uh, tunnels. Um, one that uh, you guys saw had a door similar to the one you tried to pass wall through, and it had a spot for nine puzzle cubes. Uh, the other, there's another tunnel that leads off to the side. Um, the battlefield is crumpled. Uh, from the earthquake uh, soaking wet. There's some ice in places. There's a body of a giant T-Rex and several uh, bodies of mercenaries, a red wizard, drow, uh, and amongst the dead is uh, your recent friend, Orvex, uh, who was unable to stand against the might of the King of Feathers. Uh, if no one else, like if, um, no one else suggests it, Tesh, Tesh suggests a long rest, take a quick break. There's a lot to address right here and like motions towards the mountain of corpses that have been made in less than a minute. Um. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. How long is it going to be that we're going to be in this tomb? I'm not sure. To be quite my, frank. Might be a day, might be a week. Don't really know how far in we're going. Do you think it's going to be like 15 days? Something's supposed to be happening in 15 days? Um... <sighs> So, you know how I have that thing that I do where I get all mean and Yes. I'll, I if um there's kind of a lot of she motions to the dead bodies. <laughs> like it might be a good idea for me to do it now so that I don't have to do it later. How often do you have to do that exactly? Well, with the amulet and she uh, holds up her necklace about once a month. And with the sun, it kind of affects it. So it's been, I mean, that was about seven days ago that I fed, but I, I'm getting hungry again, and that doesn't usually happen until halfway through the month, so. Baz turns back to uh, Tash and Walmorn and uh, kind of gives them an appraising glance, and he says, do you think that we can get in and out of there before a month is up? Who knows how It'll big be the like scope half is. a month. Fifteen days. Who knows what the scope of is, is the tomb of the nine gods. We could get trapped in there for all we know, and seeing as Mr. Cheshire's pass wall didn't go through and take hold. Yeah. We're in it for the long haul. Prepare as much as you need. He's gonna like grip the uh breastplate um like when he was shot by his sister um it like <laughs> it, it pierced just enough to like get like skin deep and poison him but it's like right in the middle of his chest uh he just kind of like rubs that spot on his chest um and he says all right um well then we should probably rest up as much as possible before we go down in there yes please says flint and just kind of flops on the ground 
When did you get here? The whole time. Once you do the whole time, like... Sorry, I lost consciousness like three times during that last fight. I, I'm... <laughs> and I Everything's think a little bit fuzzy. The dead. Yeah. Artist, artist says. Yeah, that's... As he kneels over Orvex's body. Yeah, that's what Tush will help out with during this process is, you know, burying people. Uh, I forgot to mention Ryu is still around, or Ryugami is still around, uh, Rin Rin. Um, he's probably just standing, uh, leaning on his rifle, looking down at the uh, body of the King of Feathers. I'm gonna walk up to him and, uh, she's gonna, like, look down at him and kind of, like, poke him with her foot. She sees another it? foot poking the King of Feathers and Wally turns like, oh, sorry. You did it. I honestly didn't think I would. Now what? Well, I wouldn't have been able to do it without your help. Well, we didn't actually mean to do it. I mean, we, we did, but like, we did not want him to be here. Well, with him gone, I... You guys, you're set on going into that tomb? Yes, we have to stop the curse. And I might be able to... I mean, I don't have a lot of hope that I will be able to cure myself, but worth a shot. Well, he gets up and sticks out his hand for you to shake. And then he he pulls you into a big hug. Uh, They give a big hug, and she's very strong now. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, ooh. (sighs) I guess I'm going to head head home now. All right, I'll meet you there. Good. You better. Just warn the others, okay? Okay. I'm so glad I got to see you. I was happy to see you too. Don't keep me waiting. She nods, (laughs) smiles. Uh, And he is going to walk off into the sunset. It's about midday, actually. (laughs) There's still a sunset. How's he doing that? <laughs> that sounds like a really good power to have. Um, Artist and Dragonbait uh, start moving bodies around uh, to kind of arrange for graves. Um, and uh, as they're like shuffling around to find a good place to make a grave, they they come across a uh, grave that's already been here. That is marked with a. What'd you, what'd you say it was? Uh, a black spirit pole? A blackened spirit pole? No. Uh, I'm asking. Uh, RJ? RJ? Oh, no. It's it's his cane in oh, the yeah. ground as a grave marker. Yes. Did they tell anyone? Well, they start moving bodies over to near there uh, and and digging graves themselves. Uh, 
who finds this Walmorn or tash uh well artists and dragon bait started uh moving the stuff around and i think tesh was going to going to help yeah them. so uh tesh you'll you will come across this uh this grave and you will recognize uh the cane i'll take the cane but i won't mention it to anybody all right nope Uh, you guys seem to be wanting to take a long rest here, which is a very good idea, since you are pretty beat up, and Baz is on, what, one death, one success, one failure on death saving throws? I, I think technically I should have continued to roll death saving throws. I think I was unconscious when we left off. Uh... No, we healed you. Yeah, we stabilized your ass. Yeah, you okay. stabilized. We healed you, but not the old man, and guess who died? Oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. They did. But why put am I waste... still on death saves? I don't know. You probably did... didn't change it. Yeah, you got uh, two greater healing potions put into you, or yeah. Um. So go ahead and take the benefit of a long rest. Uh, is, is there anything Rin you want Rin to do? We'll take this time. Uh, she'll take first watch, and she will feed off of um the king of feathers. Hmm. Uh, do you take any effort to conceal that from the other three party members? Not not your companions, but Artist, Dragonbait, and uh, Flint. Uh, she will offer to take first watch. Is anyone going to uh, say they want to take it with her? <laughs> well, Flint if, uh, immediately just like, okay, great. <laughs> that sounds if uh, any of the NPCs offer, then Walmart will step in. And say I'll take it with her. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, they'll they'll uh, after they do the the, the grave digging, um, probably like an hour or so, they'll settle down and try and rest. All yeah, will set the tents up in a way that it's covering the King of Feathers. <laughs> she'll just go to the other side if I'm in feet from like his back or something. It's pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> And then she'll spend the next hour and a half cleaning herself. Uh, I think Baz uh, tonight is going to arrange uh, a burial for his sister. Um, would he possibly be able to find big enough spiders to consume a humanoid out here? Don't say make what the fuck. That's how they do it, check. man. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, make a survival check. Okie doke. Uh, okay. 14. Awesome. Uh, in some of the nearby ruins, uh, you can find a nest of giant spiders. All right. Um, he will um, <sighs> give her last rites as well as he knows them. Uh, and basically lower uh, her body down and leave it. Alright. Awesome. Do you take any of her gear? Yes. I take her gun. Cool. Is there uh, anything else of interest? Um, no. Uh, just ammo the gun. Uh, traveling supplies. Does the gun poison the bullets, or does she have poisoned bullets? Uh, 
I was going to say that the gun poisons the bullets, but there's only enough poison left in the contraption for like two or three more, or I guess the rest of the magazine. So we'll call it like 10 more shots. All right. Would he be able to use poison that he already has to refill it? You'd have to do some tinkering to find out how it actually works. All right. Um, it's, it doesn't seem to be just easy. Pop open a lid and pour some poison in. Gotcha. I think I've got a friend that can help me out with that. Wank, Walmart. Uh, does anyone say anything for uh, Orvex's burial? Tesh, uh, Tesh will. Why not? Uh, so, like, is everybody going to come over to mourn Orvex and these mercenaries who tried to kill us and stuff, or is it just Tesh? I'll mourn just the. I'll mourn just Orvex. All right. We can say that, like, before you actually settle down for your long rest, you you take some time to actually have a not not necessarily a ceremony, but just you know say a few words as you lower him to the ground. Yeah. Um. Great was his knowledge and understanding of the languages of Omu. Truly a valuable friend and uh, academic. We owe him much. Thank you, Orvex, for what you have gifted us. To Kyber shall you return. Amen. It's and with her spirit. It's like you don't God, did they change it? God, I didn't know you followed. It's the one greasy wheel. Fantastic. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to take care of before delving into the tomb? I guess Rinrin would check to see if Baz was okay. I mean, he his sister did die. This is true. Um, I think that when you find Baz, he has already laid her to rest, and um, he's cleaning blood out of the inside of his breastplate and, like, trying to see if there's a way that he can, like, hammer it back into shape. Are you... Are you okay, Baz? Um... He... <laughs> he kind of, like, turns a little bit away from you. Um, but, like, he'll say over his shoulder, Yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm... Uh, I should be fine. okay if you're not you know it's still family even though shit that tried to kill us it's it's really not okay actually if i had let her live she would have continued to chase after us and she would have continued to make my life as miserable as she possibly could i had to do it So why was it so hard? Because you're not like her, Baz. Because you're a good person. And even though you're trained to kill people, it's not easy. And I mean, I'm a monster and I still don't want to kill people. It's just, you know, what makes you you? 
And that's what I like about you. There are people at home that would say that makes me weak. I'm not from your home. And you're not there now. Um, Baz seems to consider this. Um, and he just kind of looks down at the breastplate and sighs, just clearly giving up on it. This isn't going to get easier. No, but you have people to help you. And I think that's important, right? I think it's about the only way we're going to pull this off. All right, we can do this with the power of friendship. If my mother knew that I was relying on the power of friendship, I don't know what she'd say. Well, she kind of sounds like a bitch, so I don't really care. Um, <laughs> he seems to have like a small internal like panic attack at the thought of calling his mother a bitch. Um, but he kind of chokes, uh, on, on back some laughter, um, and he will put a hand on your shoulder, kind of pat it a little bit and say, make sure you get some rest. We're going into the tomb next. I don't sleep, but thank you. I will sit for a little bit. <laughs> well, I don't sleep either, but you still need to rest, Rin Rin. It's very important. All right, then let's rest together. Well, I mean, not like together, but like, <laughs> like just at the same time. <laughs> I, I think he, yeah, that <laughs> he is, he is, he find he is terrified, but you know, he accepts this. <laughs> they sleep on opposite sides of the camp. Cool. Uh, anything else? And if not, how would you like to proceed? Uh, first of all, how how late are you resting? Like uh, you're pretty much taking this long rest in about midday, uh, so you can pick back up by nightfall, essentially. Uh, is that you love. I said, uh, we're going into uh, a tomb. It's not exactly like we have to worry about daylight hours. Yeah, no. Cool. So so picking back up uh, as soon as you guys feel well-rested and uh, not on the verge of death. Um, so I did want to take a feather from the King of Feathers. Yes. Like a handful of them. Yeah, you can definitely take a trophy from the king of feathers well you know like i want a nice uh a nice quill to write with and what better quill than from the king of from said feathers. literally the king of feathers you 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 can definitely do that what color feathers are you grabbing uh it's literally every color a lot of very nice greens okay and then if there's an orange one he'll take that as well but just because it looks nice green and oranges greens and orange Cool. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to the uh, entrance with those nine holes. Slots, yes. Right? 
right. Uh, picture has been shared of that. I just like that artwork. It, it really sets the, the, the tone for what this place kind of looks like. It's in this really overgrown passageway uh, surrounding the door are these stone skulls that all just seem to be glaring at you. Um, and uh, above the door frame is the uh, a stone sculpture of a devil face with its mouth agape. Um, on the front door, a uh, slab of worked stone blocks the overgrown tunnel. Uh, grinning skulls mark the edges. And there are nine cube-shaped cavities arranged in three rows of three. Uh, Wally, I think you have the bag of holding that has all the uh, cubes. Who's Wally? Nobody named Wally. He, yeah, he walks up and starts pulling out cubes and looking at the wall. <sighs> you supposed to go in in any particular order? Uh, just as a reminder, written on the obelisk was a message from uh, Aserarak, the designer of the tomb, uh, and it seemed to have some hints on it. Yeah. Uh, it said to take heed of these words, I think, was its... Uh... I, I can go back and read it out loud for posterity. Yeah. go for it, please. All right, yeah, here the night sense. when the Forsaken One seizes Death's mantle and the seas dry up and the dead rise and I, Aserarak, the Eternal... Reap the world of the living who those who dare enter take heed. The enemies oppose, one stands between them. In darkness it hides. Don the mask or be seen. Speak no truth to the doomed child. The keys turn on the inside only. So, like, I mean, you're speaking out of character here. Um, you know, I, as I am wont to do when discussing puzzles. <laughs> totally fair. The stakes are so high. Um, there are so many stakes and they are nailed right on the ceiling. Jesus. Um, and they will come down on us As the uh, steadily if, we, thaw. if we do this wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I guess while we're, we're on this topic, uh, as we're getting into the tomb, understand that some of these traps uh, could be a save or die uh, type of scenario. Um, this is where like the meat grinder really starts to meat grind. Um, there's going to be, I mean, it's a it's a big tomb. There's a lot to to find in it, um, and there are a lot of traps or just dangerous situations. So just keep in mind and don't like think like your characters, but you know, be prepared. <laughs> um, I I don't know what everything else means. But the enemy oppose one stands between them tells me that it's going to be all of the puzzle cubes corresponding to their uh, god. Respective alignment. They should be like opposing the, like on the other side of them should be their enemy uh, as described in the um, myth. Yeah. I'll take notes. Don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. And the, you, you guys kind of remember the myth, even though you don't have Orvex here right now to to refresh your memory. And then the flail snail, which was neutral and had no enemy, would be the one in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Walmart's going to put Unk in the middle. Cool. It slides into position. All right. Um... 
from here. I know that Wongo. Wongo is the enemy of Moa. Is the enemy of Moa. And Shangambi is the enemy of Nang Nang. Yes. But wait, do they go opposite in the same row or like completely opposite? I think completely the opposite. Rin Rin's not any help at all. She's no. just asking questions that might be helpful. You guys already know Tesh's track record with puzzles. Baz well, guys... also doesn't have a good track record <laughs> with puzzles. So, uh-oh. Wally has seemed historically good with them. I mean, I'm just trying to remember alignments now. Oh, if you scroll up, I have a list of the uh, of all, of the nine gods. Hey, um, um, actually, says, I have a uh, a present for one of you three um, to to look at to use as a guide. I'm going to take it to Wally. Okay. I'll, be right, I'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> I see. And then he's going to take it all the way to Steven, <laughs> just to spite us. <laughs> Watch him walk onto Steven's screen. No, that's <laughs> oh, Tyler! Oh my god! How did you get her so fast? No, no. They've seen they... you already. Oh, well, no. <laughs> Okay. Uh, He's not... going through my hole! Oh my god! It's on his way! Okay, okay. <laughs> Wish you were here, Steven. That's okay. Oh. You know, on his bad, though, he, he put everybody's passives and ACs on this sheet. <laughs> this is yours. Do you want this back? Yeah, uh, eventually. Okay. Thanks, voice in the sky. <laughs> so yes, uh, Moa and Wongo are enemies. Nang Nang and Shigambi are enemies. Um, so how, uh, how are we going to okay. place them? Well, like, does it say it, it doesn't give any indication that like they should go in a specific place? So long as they, they just have to be in place. opposite, basically. That's what the hint sounds like. Enemies okay. oppose and one stand. It's it's you know trickster what, god make, Sudoku. Let's just make it look like a, a an alignment chart. An alignment yeah. chart, yeah. It, it'll it'll make me feel better. I think that's the only solution you can do. Besides like a reverse version of it. I mean like reverse you can turn it around. Yeah. Clockwise or We're gonna make it look like an alignment chart. Yeah. So Moa in the top left corner and then as you do. Moa, Shigambi, Kubazan. All right. And then it'd be... Obalaka, Obalaka, and Ijin. Ijin. And then from the bottom, it's... Papazudi, Nang Nang, and Wongo. All right. It's cool. Papazodl. You are... <laughs> no. Papazudi is the Simlish. Papazudi. Papazudi. <clears throat> After a little bit of discussion, you begin sliding these puzzle cubes into their respective slots. Um, and as you slide the last one into position, the nine cubes flare with light, uh, then disappear. Growling like an angry beast, the slab begins to slide up into the ceiling. Bass jumps back a little. Is that good? We did good, right? Tesh, We're not about to die. Where are the spikes? Tesh, like 
crouches down and looks in the room. Is there any gas there? Nope. Uh, yeah, you, you peer in, um, and there is a 20-foot corridor with a uh, door doorway on the other side. Um, marching order. Why don't you let me go first? I'll you go... know, since I'm already undead. I'll go behind Rinrin. Let me stand next to you. I can see better than you. All right, that's not a competition, but okay. The the corridor is it's about not feet wide. a competition. <laughs> we are literally all trying to live. Okay. I guess I'll bring up the rear and make sure none of the other folk get hurt. If anything, like there was a mummer's play once about Wyoming Smith, a famous famous drow. Uh, there was a boulder coming from behind him and he had to run out of a temple and like almost forgot his hat. If that happens to us, would you be able to be like Wyoming Smith, but like stop it in place with your big beefy arms? Why would you wish that upon my hat? Well, you almost forget your hat, but right as it's about to close, you like. Did you say he was a drag? Nods. I've never heard of him. Shrugs. Alright, Raven and Bat is in the front. Tesh behind them with uh, Artis and Dragonbait. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got friends. And then Wally and Flint bringing up the rear. Uh, um, wait, if I... If Artis and Dragonbait are in front of me... Okay. Would they... Would it be... Basically, would I be able to get everybody in my aura for bonus to saves? Because it's a 10-foot aura, so if I was up one, then I wouldn't be able to get Flint and Wally. But if I'm back a row, would I be able yeah, to get so everybody? Kind of, it'd be a four-row thing with one person having to stand by themselves. Uh, I'll so stand by can, myself. Yeah, if you stand by yourself, you'll be able to get four people in your aura. Um, okay. It's either the front two or the back two. Front uh, artist, okay. So Rin Rin and Baz, and then Tesh, artist, and Dragonbait are also getting that benefit. Yeah. But Wally and Flint are just out of. Uh, yes, that is correct. Range. Cool. So it's going to be Rin Rin in the front, Baz right next to her, Tesh right behind, and then everybody else behind him. Yeah, kind of think of it like a uh, a two two man column. The the, Creative. the passageways are ten feet wide, uh, and about like twenty feet tall. It's it's uh, a paladin tortuga formation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, as the um, slab rises all the way up into the ceiling and just kind of stops in place, dust sprinkling down on top of you, uh, you look through this hallway and another slab blocks the hallway 20 feet beyond the first door. An iron lever is set into the door surface with a graven stone skull rearing down from above it. Don't touch it, right? Skull's missing an eye. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> um, Baz, since you and Rinrin are taking the lead, uh, both of you are about to walk into this hallway, and you notice that there is a seam in the floor running the length of it. I put out a hand to stop Rinrin and point it out. She moves his hand up. <laughs> he ignores that but his eyes widen 
What is it? Uh, notice here there's a seam in the floor. Could be a pressure plate, could be uh, just a false floor over a pit. There's a what? <laughs> he puts a hand over Walmart. <laughs> Walmart raises the arm a little bit. I will use my wand of secrets to see if this is a trap. All right. Um, for my fucking wand of secrets, I swear to God. Or it could be a secret door. Everybody on the seamless floor. Oh. Uh, you use it to see if a secret door is trapped is within thirty feet of you. Um, yeah, it points at the floor. Don't know about that. <laughs> um, do I see any seams like in the walls or the ceiling at all? Uh, no, you do not. Uh, you can make a perception check, though. I will. Uh, so the way I'm going to be working perception checks here, uh, Baz, you are taking the, the lead, essentially, and you have the highest passive perception. So without actively looking for something, if your passive perception beats that thing, if it's in line of sight of you, you'll be able to notice it. Um, there will be things, though, that can beat your passive perception, just an FYI. Gotcha. So, so, so if I'm rolling for uh, a perception check, I am basically looking for- You're actually spending a, a little bit more time like observing the room. Like, I'm hoping for better than passive. Yes. If I'm rolling, okay. I will give that a whirl. That is not better than passive. It's 13. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, yep, yeah, you see the seam along the, the floor, but no other seams anywhere else in this room. Sorry, right. this corridor. <clears throat> I don't see anything else, but don't count on that meaning nothing. Um, he's gonna kind of like peer at that uh, lever is like is it just a corridor does it just continue and then like turn or is there a door at the end there is a 20-foot corridor and there's a wall or there's a door on the far side or at least a stone slab with a iron lever in the center of it and above that lever is the uh a stone skull stone skull all right much much like the other stone skulls that have been uh decorating but like, there's no clear path forward. We have to engage with this. Yes. Okay. You think that lever's a pull up or a push down? You see Wally pulling a javelin out and kind of. Well, you know, I'm very fast. Maybe we can tie a rope around my my stomach, and I can run over to it. You Wait, don't you have a? Can climb along the walls like a spider. Yeah. You mean like a cat? Well, I've never seen a cat climb on walls like you do. It's because of her very sharp claws. You can claw, uh, climb on the walls like a Rin Rin. Thank you, Lamorn. All right, Rin Rin is going to uh, tie a rope around her waist, uh, okay. hand it to Wally, okay, and, <laughs> and, uh, and start to climb the walls. Cool. And uh, like do a shuffle along the side. Yeah, where are you climbing to? Just to uh, towards that slab? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see if I can get a better look at this skull. Cool. Uh, you start crawling uh, along the, the wall. Uh, about the time you get halfway across the room, 
the jaw of this stone skull opens up, a skeletal hand shoots out. It is holding an an hourglass, a crystal hourglass style timer. And it turns it over and sand starts trickling down. 10, what would you like to do? Nine. Uh, Go and pull the lever. (laughs) You quickly scramble over and pull the lever. um, And the floor of the room swings slams open and a 20-foot pit with sharpened spikes at the bottom uh, is below you. Uh, no one was standing on that, though. Oh. <laughs> we're uh, just climbing along the side of the wall. While he was standing on it and pulls right <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Um, the sand continues to trickle out and as the sand, all the sand reaches the bottom, the uh, hand retracts uh, and the door starts sliding down. Uh, you're on the wall uh, as it's uh, sliding down. Wait, wait. So there's no floor and the door is closing? The door is opening as it's oh, sliding good. downwards. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, she'll just kind of hang out for a little bit. Wait uh, for the door to open. <laughs> All the cool. way and yeah so it, like it slides down and you can see that there was like a groove uh on the far side of this hallway where it just is sliding down into and it reveals a, a another corridor beyond uh this one much darker as there is no not many sources of ambient light just uh rare uh bits of specks of uh rays of sunlight breaking through cracks in the ceiling um, and you'll see artist next to you uh, tap the bottom of his dagger uh, and will start illuminate, illuminating uh, some light out. Oh, Baz squints in irritation at that. Sorry, but I'm going to be any use to you. Uh, I have to see. Understandable. I know how it feels. <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, should oh, we sorry. go in or should we wait? Yeah. She's yelling back to the group if she should okay. go down the hallway or not. Uh, the the hallway beyond the door extends for about 60 feet uh, at the edge of your dark vision. You can see that it uh, splits into two different paths, but at the far end there is another one of those masks of a uh, a devil with its mouth agape. Uh, and although this is on the edge of your dark vision, actually, no, you have superior dark vision, right? Nope, just normal dark vision. Yeah. Uh, at the edge of your dark vision, uh, you could kind of can just see that the 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 mouth is agape. It's a very large uh, mask, and uh, inside the mouth is just darkness. Hold on. Does this look like the titular, like this looks the like cover the image? Titular cover image of a. Does it look uh, like a Janus mask, the really sad one? Uh, he is not. It is not making any uh, discernible facial expression, just mouth agape. Um, but you cannot see that from where you are. There's another mask thing down there, but it's not the skull. It's more like a guy going, ha. There's a, uh, a rope between Walmorn and Rinrin, right? Yep. 
Bass is going to grip that rope and carefully make his way across the hallway where that seam is. Because I have a feeling how this bullshit works, and it is despicable. Uh, the, oh, no. the, the pit is still open. Is it still open? Okay. It, it, I thought it had, op- like, un... un- nope, it like- has slammed open. Okay. All right. So, in that case, um, how wide is it? Or how long is it? It is 20 feet uh, deep, 10 feet wide. Can I make 10 feet? Well, I mean, it's it's 20 feet long. Like, you cannot long jump the, that distance. Oh, it's 20 feet long. Okay. All right, so... Uh, Except for gonna... the, you know, the shifter. How are we going to get across this thing? Nobody else can... Nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sad because your thing glowed like it was receiving. Aww. You can uh, hear it a little bit coming through. <laughs> Okay, and, and you especially can't hear it in the recording afterwards. For sure. Yep. Wong Warren's just gonna yell to Rin Rin, Miss Rin Rin, you should probably stay right there. Can I go step on the thing, or should I stay on the wall? Uh, step on the thing, just so you don't have Mr. Baz hanging off of you. Rin Rin, like, looks away. <laughs> uh, but she is going to, like, hold onto the wall and kind of tap the floor with her foot to make sure that it's a solid floor on the other side, and then step down onto it. You gotta be at the darling. Floor right past the uh, where the doorway uh, descended into the floor. You, you test it out. It seems stable. Um, while you're testing it out, though, uh, you're looking at the floor around it, and you got to pass it a 16, right? <laughs> um, you can notice that uh, a few of the tiles in this corridor look like pressure plates. This place is basically a death trap. There's pressure plates over here, too. Well, according to Mr. Orvix, it was used to basically grind up the souls of people and send it to... Oh, God, what's his name? A Sararak. A Sararak. Thank you, Mr. Tesh. Yes. Oh, he seems like a Don't think I have a soul. Figure. You do. You've got two at the bottom of your feet. She laughed. We're all gonna die. It seems like... It seems like the lever act- act- actuated the floor. Maybe return it back to its original position. Oh my god, you're so smart, whoever you were that just talked. And she's going to. That's artist. I'm in an English accent, it's going to be artist. He's okay. been with us for so long. <laughs> I'm, I'm very nervous over here. It's very dark. It's hard for me to, to, to hear the right voices from the. She puts the lever back. I'm the okay. only one with a country accent. <laughs> We all have um, very distinct accents. Gonna ha- not gonna lie. The lever had descended with the door uh, down, kind of into the pit a little bit. Uh, so you can actuate it, but you're going to have to kind of like swing yourself out before the door, the the floor recloses. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she'll uh, she'll hang upside down. Do it. Oh, nice. Like all right. Uh, it, yeah. With that and with your climbing speed, you're able to just lock it back into place and like roll back out. And the doors swing close. Ta-da! Now Baz does that thing that I said that he was going to do, where he grabs the rope and then, like, gently, carefully walks out over where the seam is. Yep, absolutely. Right. Uh, and you walk across the uh, the room and get to the other side. All right. He uh, turns around and like signs like it's good, and then like thinks better of it and says. 
or like come across. <laughs> uh, Faz, when you get to the other side, you do spot these pressure plates as well, uh, and can see uh, even though the the like every all the walls are kind of intricately carved uh, in different styles, uh, like different shapes to make it look more you know texturized. Uh, a lot of it has to do with skulls. Um, and you can see that there, a lot of these skulls aligning this have holes in their eyes, probably from where darts come through. I'll wait until the rest of the party has come across um, and start pointing those out and say, eh, probably for some sort of projectiles, uh, fire, uh, darts, arrows, something along those lines. What are the odds these traps reset after usage? Very high, if this was supposed to be reused for multiple people. What if I were to get the zoomies and run back and forth until it just runs out of ammunition? This place is magic. There's magic for, like, unending arrows and things. I just want to help. I know you do. I'm just saying. We don't want to use up all of our, um... Resources. Use up all of our arrows, you know, our physical arrows. We have limited resources. They may not. We don't know that. I was about to say, I use bullets. What's the metaphor? What's the metaphor? Uh, Baz, you do notice that these uh, tiles on the floor that you can distinctly tell are pressure plates. Um, at least the two that you, you can see, uh, they have a pattern that is unique to them, carved on them, whereas the other pressure plates, in the, the other uh, tiles in this room do not have that same pattern on it. Is there a visual representation of this? No, uh, it's just like the, these tile designs, arbitrary, are uh, how you can see pressure plates, whereas the others do not seem to be pressure plates. Right. Okay. Um, so if Baz can tell where pressure plates are and where they are not, then he will step across um, and he said, like, basically tell the others, like, look where I step. And he will do that. Cool. Yeah. I'm um, going to toss Baz a small satchel and inside of it has chalk. I was so worried that you were going to say toss Baz hard stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to toss Baz a small satchel and inside of it is a couple of sticks of chalk. All right. Yeah, he will step across. I like. I dare not actually touch the, the ones that are pressure plates. So he's something. just going to mark a path for you guys as he goes across. Perfect. Uh, Flint's pretty dumb, so that helps him out. <laughs> Um, you are able to weave your way down this hallway, and if there was hypothetical X's on a corridor map, there were three pressure plates that you avoided, uh, and get to the end of this hallway, where it splits into two directions. Uh, to your left, there is a glass pane um, that it's far enough away that you can't see what's beyond that. To your right, uh, it opens up into what looks like a much bigger room, and directly in front of you, is uh, this devil mask face. It's about the size of, you know, a, a medium-sized creature. Just as a size description, I'm not saying it is a medium-sized creature. <laughs> like the whole mask or just the mouth? The whole mask. Okay. 
it, it takes up this side of the wall. Gotcha. And as you got close to it, uh, your dark vision cannot even see within it. Bass your... is just tipping his head and like staring harder and harder in there. Not look into the abyss, Bass. Um, the, uh, the, there was a mummer's play about this. It was also inside of a tomb, and there was like a fox person sitting inside of the darkness shooting out spells that these group of adventurers are going through. I haven't seen what? that one. It's very good. Um, that wait, no, Flint wasn't there for that one. <laughs> he would have been told. Um. Hmm. Uh, your your options are back the way you came, left or right, or mystery void. Colby's having a moment. Don't go into the void. Don't stick your arm into the void. Don't stick your arm in the void. That's probably no hands. <laughs> no hands. Yeah. Uh, um, left or right, then, or back the way you came. Tesh will take out a torch. And go near the void. Okay. And like, like a lit torch. Yeah, a lit torch. And like, if he gets close to the void, does it just like hard stop on where light is? There is, is a wall? hard stop where the light is. Well, I say hard stop. It's not like a wall that is dark. It is a void that is dark, as if there is magical darkness there. And in fact, getting closer, the closer you get to it, the ambient noise of the surrounding area kind of decreases. I'm it's gonna quieter there. Throw that torch in there. Just like <laughs> huck it forward. Yeah, make sure not to touch this weird darkness, but just Yeah, I mean as soon as it passes kind of that threshold, it uh like it goes away. You don't see where it goes. If Wally puts in the spear tip of his javelin and then pull it back. Yep, you can do that. Guys, I've got a bad feeling about this. Let's not mess with that. Yeah, let's not. Just in case. Yay! <laughs> no. It's <laughs> like just sitting there staring into it, like uh, just sort of slob squatted in front of it. It's just. In darkness, it hides. Oh, what? right. Puzzle. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, fudge. <clears throat> uh, in darkness, it hides. Don the mask or be seen. Do we have a mask that looks like this? Not yet. Not yet. Is can we take this off the wall? You well, actually, you, you can check where it is on the wall, and it is seamless. Is it? It's literally large enough to crawl into, isn't it? Is large enough to crawl into the mouth. Don't ah. like that. Like that at all? Don't the mask speak no truth to the doom let's child and the key to the other? Let's check the other way. But if 
going into the mouth of this creature, this mask is the only way with which we progress. And into the mouth we go. Which Bye. way? Go back. I still left. To the smaller room? <clears throat> All right. Uh, you turn left down this corridor and start going that way. Um, as, as we turn, sorry, while you'll mark an X on the wall, just in case. Cool. Yeah. So you have some chalk so you can mark the places that you've been. Um, as you're going this direction, uh, you notice that there is like a sewer grate, uh, a metal grate on the floor. Uh, you can hear the, uh, the trickling of water. Um, and uh, actually, as you get closer, you kind of hear some like sluicing through the water. Uh, and as you get to the grate, uh, as cautiously as, as you, the, the two people in front would be, uh, which they are pretty cautious people, uh, you can look down into the grate uh, and you see kind of a stream moving through and there is a skeleton standing there. Um, it's a skeleton with kind of like a elaborate metal headpiece that starts around its neck and goes up and kind of ends in like a protrusion that is in the shape of a triangle. Uh, and as you get there uh, and are looking down, it looks up and then just starts sprinting down the, the, the water. We've been saying. Caution! Renrin's <laughs> ready to go. Paul is ready to go right. too. They can go. Is, uh, and oh boy! How do, you, how do you mean go? Like she's ready to chase after this thing. So it's we are above a sewer grate. Who's underneath this sewer grate? Can I pry the sewer grate out? <gasps> Make me a, an athletics check. Oh boy! Uh, plus five. Seventeen. Uh, you start to yank up on it, and it seems pretty. It seems heavy, uh, a little heavy for just you alone. But it does seem like you can move it if you got help. Even you can move it. Would Dragonbait be willing to help, as he is a strong boy? Dragonbait will help. Uh, he is. Yeah, he's moderately strong. What's your uh, strength, Wally? Uh, uh his strength is a plus two, but I get a plus five to athletics. Right. Like, what's the number? Twelve. Twelve? Oh, no, sorry, fourteen, fourteen. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, yeah, uh, Dragon Bait will sidle up next to you, and you guys will be able to pull this up and move it to the side. What would you like to do? Apparently we're crawling into the sewers of the tomb. Um, and I will say that uh, as you were getting here, you see that the this corridor ends uh, in a wall with a kind of crystal window on it. And you can see that there is a chamber beyond that crystal window. So if uh, Rinrin wants to go running after him, uh, I imagine that uh, like pretty much everybody like reaches down, starts trying to pull, like Walmorn goes to pull up the grate, and then everybody else goes to help him, and then as soon as we get it up uh, open enough, uh, it's like go go go, and then like Rinrin <laughs> darts in. If you yeah, I get like. the mad zoomies and just cool. And you have like a ridiculous speed. 
Um, I mean, I have a normal, my walking speed is 55 uh, feet per second, or feet like per six seconds. Round. But I could also, um, you know, do double that. So I could do 110 normally in a round, or mm -hmm. I can do 220 if I use my feline agility. <laughs> Um, so it takes Tabaxi about... Monk is literally the fastest creature yes, in the game. it is the fastest creature in the game. So it takes a round to pry this up, but because you are so fast, you kind of jump down into this water. It is cool, fresh, kind of like rainwater. Uh, there are two ways to go, um, and you take off in the direction that this, uh, this skeleton was running, um, and are easy, are able to easily catch up to it. Um, so I'm going to have everyone roll initiative for any combats that happen on, uh, this level, we'll use this initiative, uh, and then on different levels, we'll use different initiative. 15. Baz. Roll one and 11. Rin Rin. Five. Wally. 23. <laughs> well, that explains why you got the grade up so fast. Let's see. Artists and Dragon Baits. Um, Rin Rin, what would you like to do when you catch up to it? Tackle it. All right. Uh, make me a grapple check. Okie dokie, that is athletics, right? Uh, yes. Or acrobatics? No, Which just one is... Just athletics for you. Yeah. Uh, they can combat with either acrobatics. I almost rolled an advantage, but not Monday. 13. 13 versus it's the save. Uh, it fails because that's a 12. Um, so you tackle it to the ground. Um, and then on its turn, since it goes uh, after you, it's going to try to stab you. Um, it's a a t 14 and a 19 to hit. 19 meat. All right. It will just kind of stab at you, and it's going to give you disadvantage. Nah. Dis. Oh, it'll be an attack. So it does. It, it, it wants to give you disadvantage so that it can escape from you, but it's just going to uh, do three damage. That's halved for the. And it's just piercing damage as he yeah, so I just take one damage. Stabs at you. Yep. Oh. Take one. Okay. Cool. What would you like to do when it comes or what was everyone else want to do on their turns in this round of initiative? Would it have taken my entire turn to lift the grate? Yeah. Okay. I think Baz would hop down after Rinrim and uh kneel and line up a shot with his arrow. All right, uh, they got pretty at least 60 feet down this corridor, so it's right on the edge of your... Actually, no, it's not on the edge of your vision, right? Because you have superior. I can see. I right. can fight! 
Um, but I will say that it kind of winded a little bit. It wasn't really a straight shot. I will position myself where I can get a shot. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you move up to it and you line up a shot. What would you like to do? I will fire. All it's right. already had a turn. Yes? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 21 to hit. That hits. Uh, I have an adjacent friend. Yes, you do. Uh, so we're going to do four piercing damage and um, nice, 11 sneak attack damage. Cool. Uh, you shoot at, it. you're using your rifle, right? I'm using a arrow. Okay, cool. You're using your arrow. You line up a shot and you shoot down the hallway. Rinrin's holding it. Uh, after she had like tackled to the ground and like picked it up and it tried to jab a knife into her uh, and you catch it like right in its eye hole and it kind of slams and rips the head off the skeleton and kind of embeds into the wall behind Rin Rin. Rin Rin just looks back. Thumbs up. Are you alright? Are we out of initiative? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. That was a good shot. I can see. <laughs> uh, so the head of this skeleton is kind of just shaped strangely like a triangle. Uh, it seems like a lot of effort was put into its headgear. Is there any like gems on it or the actual skull is shaped strangely? It, it's kind of like metal was welded to the skull of the skeleton. like to examine it further and see if I can pry it off. Alright. Um, you cannot get the head off of this uh, the, or the kind of the metal bits off of the skeleton head. Um, but I will give you a little snippet of what you see. What's everyone else doing during this time? Casting Armor of Agathis on myself at second level. Okay, what is... Is that a Warlock spell? Uh, it's my Paladin spell. Wow. Armor of Agathis makes it so that... I gain, get 10 HP. Yeah, I gain 10 temporary hit points, and then if a creature hits me and does not remove all of my temporary hit points in that go, I then deal 10 points of cold damage to them. You you deal the damage if it hits you, regardless. Yes. Yeah, if it hits you, regardless. Anyway, shared in the uh, in our chat is kind of like what that whole getup looks like on the skeleton. And you oh. kind of took you took the whole bits with it with your shot. Which god does this belong to? There's symbols on this. What god does this belong? Baz will give it a look see. Uh, what are you trying to find out about it? Um, what the symbols mean? Uh, make a religion check. I am not the person for this. I got a five. Uh, Baz gives a hearty <coughs> shrug and he says, "Looks like um, a triangle." We should, we should probably show this to uh, Teshvail. How high is the grate from here? I was only 10 feet up. Like, right, th so this passageway, probably... you're kind of like scraping your head on the ceiling, so you kind of have to hunch over as you were running through it. See, we can hop up and kip up if we need to. 
Yeah, with uh, everyone up there to give you a hand, you're able to kip, kip up and back up into that hallway. I nice. Tash. All right. I will try and religion it. All right. Go ahead and try and religion it. Guess who's not proficient in religion? Me. Yes, who is? Modify 20. <laughs> Um, there isn't any gods that you know of that just use a, a triangle for... The only one I know of that used a triangle as their symbol for anything was that snake guy I stabbed. Wasn't his thing like a blue triangle? Yes, but that was tattooed on the forehead. There is no such triangle shape on this thing's forehead. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, given the assumption that we're dealing with some quasi-powerful lich, it might be his symbol. If we're dealing with a lich? Did we not get the lore dump that a Sararak was a lich? Yeah, you, you got that lore dump. But Rinrin probably dumped that lore out of her mind. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, the person who constructed this tomb is a lich was is is past it's pretense. a current title wait does that mean they're still alive in here quite possibly I mean, un alive it's still a form of being alive you can just how, say how much you you guys kind of got a lore dump from orvex about uh, a sarek a mm -hmm. powerful lich that likes to travel between planes he yeah. will make dungeons just so that people will feed him souls yeah. Mm -hmm. He may it. He may not be here. Is kind of the the gist that Orvex was getting at last time. But this we is, should prep it, like this he is, is one of many. Yeah. Uh, Wally's gonna head over to that crystalline structure and inspect it. Cool. There is a crystal window. Window. Creepers and vines cling to the walls of this corridor. At the end of which is an arched crystal window, six feet wide and ten feet high. Through it you can see a dark chamber. Uh, you are able to peer through this window into this dark chamber. The, this vaulted tomb is overgrown with moss and creepers. A stone sarcophagus rests on a stepped dais in the middle of the floor. On the wall behind the sarcophagus, two large statues of bears grip a five-foot diameter bronze disc embossed with a dozen glaring eyes. Six desiccated corpses slump on thrones in niches along the walls. Each corpse wears a black mask made of paper mache and feathers. On the mask or be seen. And, and thinking about that, you're looking at this bronze disc. Uh, and it's got all these little eyes on it, and they are just looking around the room. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm-mm. No, sir. No, sir. Mm-mm. What did you think we were getting into? This is exactly the kind of shit that I was expecting. Not so soon. We're only on level one, Mr. Bez. Did you say the things that we've, that we've just barely gotten by by the skin of our teeth? to think what could possibly be lower literally we have dealt with one spike trap one bony boy and this crystal bullshit right a magical here. tyrannosaurus that was outside the tomb cloned friends 
An entire camp of snake people and weird wizards. So like some personal assassins. Yes, yes, we're very we're very accomplished. We've had to deal so, with this guy the entire time. Hey. I like him. He's very nice. Mm. Which so, guy? <laughs> are you talking about Wally no, Flint? Flint. Or... Flint. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Resemble that remark. I, I have a question. Does the, the, the skeleton that we just killed, does is it does it have a mask similar to what these guys are wearing? No. No. Okay. Do. Well, Yo. two at a time. Toss the mask back, mask back when you're done. What? Before we do this, let's see where that storm drain ends up. Rinrin's still down there, like, looking at this thing. You guys came up with it. You're, you're just, like, kind of standing at the storm drain, still looking at this, while uh, at least those four are uh, at the window. Oh. Uh. Miss Rinrin, can you go further on down the drain to see what's going on? Sure. Uh, Rinrin is going to continue down, checking for traps as she goes, because she doesn't right. know. And you have a Mr. pass perception of 16. Yes, uh, sir. Which way do you go? Do you go the way... So if you drop down to the storm drain, there's two directions. So there's the way that the skeleton was running, and then there's the way that the skeleton came from. Um, which way is towards the glass? Uh, the way that the skeleton came from. I'm going that way. It's it's not directly, it's kind of perpendicular, but like on a diagonal. Yeah, yeah. I'll go that way. Alright. Um, you go that way, um, and not long after, uh, trudging through the water here, uh, you get a very rotten smell in the air. Um, like, does and, it smell like death? Uh, it kind of smells like uh, rotten eggs. Sulfuric. Oh. Uh, and as the smell hits you, there is a small stairway on the edge of the water here that leads up to a wall. Uh, she'll walk back. Well... I'm going to walk up the stairway. Okay. And I'm yeah. going to look up and see if there's like a grate. Uh, no. Uh, the stairway kind of goes up 10 feet. Uh, make a perception check. Okie dokie. That's my perception. Plus 17. 17 total? Yes. Yeah, you come up to this door or to this wall um, and there doesn't seem to be anything here. The staircase just kind of ends. Maybe this was his home. Um, the water that the water did continue further deeper. This was just kind of an offshoot. Um, can I? Did I go about like a minute down the way? You. It, it was actually pretty quick. Uh, that was just one round of walking speed, essentially, to get to okay. this location. Yeah, that was one round. Um. <laughs> I'll go uh, another round, so the 55 feet. Okay. Uh, you leave this, uh, this stairwell, and as you get further away from it, uh, probably like 20 feet, that smell that was in the air dissipates, uh, and you start to hear the sound of more uh, fast-moving water. Not, not fast-moving, but like falling water. 
uh, and you round a corner and there is a chamber here uh, where water is pouring into this room uh, from a small hole in the wall. Uh, and there is a treasure chest hanging from the roof by a chain. Water There's pours nothing. from cracks and seams in the rough walls of the cavern, whose floor is a muddy pool that flushes out into the tunnel beyond. Just above the pool's surface, a large treasure chest dangles from rusty chains embedded in the ceiling. An odd place to put your treasure, but okay. And then uh, this is a dead end here. Okay, Rinrin will go back to the group and yell up from uh, down in the tunnel up to the grate and say, "There's, um, there is a stairway to where I assume the skeleton live. There's just a wall, um, but it smells really bad there, like like farts. And then if you go down a little bit further that way, there's like an area where the water's pouring in from." And then there's like a chest that's being held above the water by a chain for some reason. I think that's a very silly place. That's a weird place to put treasure. Did you check what was in the treasure chest? Why would I check the treasure chest? In case it has something we want. Like I was telling Wally here, there's a lot of artifacts of extreme power here. Sure, they might hide it somewhere strange, but... It could it's better hold, for us to not find it. It could hold the mask that we're supposed to don and not be seen. It could hold a trap. Well, I'd rather thank you, Rin Rin, for telling us that chest was there and not going and getting it. I'd prefer everyone were made aware that one of us had gone off and if they never return, go looking for them. And Wally will hop into the sewer. No problem. What are, you, what are the rest of you doing? Um, I'll help get the treasure chest if that's what we're doing. Yeah, well, I was going to go towards the treasure chest. Well, it wouldn't be smart to split the party in here, so I suppose we'll all go into the sewer. Yeah. All right. Let me have a look at this treasure chest before anybody touches it, though. Tesh will stand beneath it and interlock his hands to give you a boost. Cool. Yeah, you guys head down that tunnel that sloshes the water. You all are hit by kind of that really noxious odor in that uh, one corridor. The stairs just kind of leading up to a blank wall uh, and then end in the chamber with the treasure chest dangling over the water. Um, it's kind of shallow here, so uh, it doesn't take much... Like, it's just hanging right above the water. Do I see anything? Maybe, like, here? knee or so deep. Baz uh, is, like, looking at the ceiling and in the water. Make a perception check. Okay. Um, whew. Uh, 26. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the water around you isn't that deep. Um, the water directly underneath the treasure chest treasure chest it seems like there's more of like a drop off like sudden drop off right underneath the treasure chest about the approximate size and shape as the treasure chest as points that out it seems like you could submerge the whole treasure chest in that one little groove whereas the rest of the water isn't that deep you're muted 
Wally's going to take out the tent. And he'll throw one side over to Flint to stretch it underneath the treasure chest. Okay. Cool. Yeah, you, you both take either ends of the, t- the, the tarp from the tent and just kind of stretch it out underneath this, uh, this chest. Just in case someone were to fall, <laughs> at least they're not going into what I think is a drain. What would you guys like to do? Get that chest. Can't run on water deck, guys. Not yet. Soon, my dog of war. Tesh helps Rinrin up to the chest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the chest is just right above the water. So oh, like, yeah. you, you can grab the chest. It's a big chest, though. It's six feet long, three feet wow. wide, and three feet high. And it's suspended one foot above the surface of the water. There's a keyhole shaped like a cackling demon skull that decorates the front of the lid. Um, We're getting... Encircling the keyhole, a tiny inscription in common reads, I devour all but the greatest thieves. Uh, I will pull the chest towards us. Uh, you can't really get... Uh, you'd have to like make an attack to try and break the chain. Uh, so that you can actually pull it. Okay. Um, I think Rinrin's actually going to do something stupid and jump on it. She'll jump okay. on the chest and the chain and like try and like slam it down. Uh, yeah, I'll say with like your weight jumping on top of it, uh, the chain detaches from the ceiling and lands on the tarp that is extended out beneath. Uh, Wally and Flint make a strength check. Uh, we'll call it an athletics check to see how well you hold this chest up. Why didn't you just cut it down? <laughs> you can't cut chains, Wally. You can never break the chain. 19. Okay. Uh... Flint kind of loses his ground a little bit, but catches himself, and you you stand firm. Uh, the chest has fallen on the tarp. What would you like to do? Vernon moves off the tarp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming you kind of move it off of that like weird indent in the pool. Yeah. And then uh, it looks like it's it says something about devouring people. Don't like that. Are we sure we need this? We can't be sure we need this until we open it up and find out what it is. Does anyone have a way to open it? Um. Baz, are you good with a lock? <sighs> I have been trained, and I did bring a set of thieves tools. Wally pulls out his rifle and then pats the butt of it. Let's try the lock, the unlocking option first. Uh, Baz kneels in front of it, unrolls his thieves tools, um, kind of gets ready to get started, and then like hesitates for a moment and then turns around and says, is anyone here able to tell whether or not this thing is magic in some way? Oh, oh it's definitely wait. magic in some way. Actually, 
Wand of Secrets. <laughs> Use a charge. Is it trapped? Uh, the Wand of Secrets does point at the, the chest. It definitely is magic, Baz. I can't say that I'm sure that I'm the best thief, guys. That takes a lot to, like, admit that, Baz. That's very Well, you're the only thief we have, so... Thanks, Flint. <laughs> Anything for yeah. you, buddy. Yeah. I believe in you, Bass. You can do it. What's the worst that get? No. Don't uh, say gonna that. Get... He's gonna get started. <laughs> Roll me a dex check with your uh, thieves tools. Oh, I swear to God. It's, so it's just a, a flat dex check. It's not sleight of hand. Uh, I don't know. I don't use thieves tools often. How does How one do roll for thieves, thieves tool? tools? Uh, you roll decks, and if you have proficiency in them, then you also add your proficiency. Oh, yeah. shit. I don't think I'm trained in thieves tools. Are you a rogue? Sure. Yeah. Then you're you just get them. Tools. Oh, yeah. So it's it's dex plus your proficiency bonus. I... It's basically a slight handle. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, then I'll. That's <laughs> okay, I got a twenty-five. Amazing. It's a nineteen on the die. Fantastic. Uh, all this talk about not being the greatest, uh, one of the greatest thieves. You get your uh, thieves tool in there, find the lock, find the mechanism, and click. It springs open. What are you talking about, Mister Baz? You've stolen so many hearts. What? Uh, the chest interior is lined with lead. It contains 300 gold pieces, a stoppered bone tube, and there is a flagon inside. There's nothing uh, useful in here. Someone make a history check on the flagon. I don't know shit from Dick. Danae, you can make your history check at advantage as player knowledge. <laughs> Danae makes a history check. I got a 17. <laughs> I'm not taking that advantage. I'm not using my meta knowledge. Six. Okay. All right, Wally. You seem to remember a story about a, a dwarven family uh, of uh, brewers um, that had a, a mystical uh, flagon that if you always would refill if there was just a little bit left. It is the full flagon. No way! <laughs> oh, heck! What? He'll take the flagon and... It's, it's empty right now. Oh. Well, there's a story about a dwarven family that always had this, like, flagon, and it'll always refill itself eventually. With what? Ew. Oh. It's not even just a legend. Like in this world, the name Full Flagon is like Budweiser. Yes. Yeah. It it's is the Full Flagon. It's the Full Flagon. Uh and with Jeez, that the Coors. Finding the Full Flagon deep with or not even deep within the tomb of the Trix nine trickster gods will go on our break. 
With that, I would like to say thank you to Tyler for running this game. We are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go to a place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. Press the button. There we are. We are back. Hello, everybody. We have returned. You guys are at a dead end with a big old coffin-shaped chest. Um... And you found the legendary full flagon. Amongst now you say coffin shaped. Well, that would have given too much away. <laughs> um, Knights in the courtyard. So, uh, you funnel the gold pieces, full flagon, and this stoppered bone tube. Uh, if you wanted to inspect it at all, pop it open. There is a spell scroll within, but I do not. Uh, it's spell scroll of remove curse. So if you can cast, or if your class can cast it, uh, you can use a spell scroll, right? Yes. Paladins can. have remove curse. I'm pretty sure they can. They can. Just push it to Teshvale's hands. You're yeah. muted. Thank you. Please get some help. At some point, I will, but this is an incredibly useful uh, rapier still. Just because you remove the curse from it don't mean it's going to lose its magical properties. You're just not going to go berserk when something hits you. You don't know that. I don't know that, but I would rather have the feel, the notion that well, I'm not going to get hit if you get hit. Baz is going to like just sort of stand up. Uh, kind of squeeze some of the water out of his clothes, uh, reach over, grab Tesh by the collar, and then like pull him in gently um, and say, Tesh Vile. Yes, Baz. This entire tomb is trying to kill us. I'd prefer if you weren't either. So that's the way it's going to be, all of you. I, I mean, no, no, it's it's understandable. No. It's fine. <laughs> Wally will look over to Tesh and go, "Use it, or and he'll reach up to the chain, tighten it, and then punch it, and it breaks." I will twenty four. The, the, train, the chain snaps, just pulls it down. And... He's a buff boy. I don't take kindly to the threats, Walmorn. I do this because I appreciate all of your efforts. I will... appreciate you too, Mr. Tesh. Mm. Comes off a little bit different after a physical threat, but understandable. Well, I mean, you're I so guess... adamant about keeping this sword. I guess you're not. I will try. To remove curse, the curse on the sword. Ashvale? Yes. Who's threatening you? Did you not see what Wally just did? No, I'm sorry, I'm still distracted by the smell. Oh, I saw him break the chain. Yeah. Wait, were you threatening Mr. Tashvale? I mean, yeah, kinda. Don't do that. Thank you, Rimrim. I can stand up for myself. But I appreciate the tenacity. I will attempt to cast Remove Curse on myself. Cool. So the way that Remove Curse works is that if it is a cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object. 
so it can be uh, started. Oh, we we thought it worked differently, man. No, no. okay, I, I would not have done that then. No, yeah, it's no, all right. Redacted. Redacted. No, <laughs> if we if we knew, yeah, no, redacted. Sorry. Thanks. Let's so just Tesh, hold Teshville, on to it. Teshville probably has an understanding of how remove curse works, so you can explain. This remove curse will just break your attunement to the weapon. I will just. Okay. If you all had another item that I could use in this rapier's place maybe i could do something with that but as it stands this being a magical item is a lot easy a lot more beneficial for all of us we're going with a redaction right yes cool. yeah he did not cast remove curse on it yet i mean like we could have all been like really pushy and stuff like that and then he could have explained to us no it's not working the way you think it does okay cool i think i think the intent remains but uh he doesn't actually cast it if you find more remove curses and can actually try to remove curse on the <sighs> object All itself, right. maybe maybe that's something to save in your your wheelhouse for later. So we basically need two remove curses in order to unattune it, remove the curse, and then yes. he reattunes to the uncursed so item. After it breaks the attunement to the object, so that it can be removed or discarded. Cool. It doesn't actually break the curse on the item. Nope. No. Yeah. Does Rinrin know that? If vampirism is a curse? No, you're undead. Well, I'm I... sorry for threatening you, Mr. Tesh. I didn't know. No, that's better. all right. The uneducated masses are always the first to go up against the aristocratics. What hmm. would you guys like to do? Get out of this sewer. It's not a su It's like it's clean rainwater. Rainwater! We found a skeleton. You said one end smells like eggs, and I just had a friend threaten me. It's a sewer <laughs> now, and I'd like to leave it. It's Where would you like Tuesday. to uh, uh, you, you can can I, go? Yeah? Can I do a perception check on that staircase? Most certainly. Okay. How's a 25? Uh, 25 is pretty good. Um, in fact, it is very good as you are observing this. It just ends in a dead end. Why does it do that? That's so weird. Um, but as you observe this wall, uh, you find that it is actually a secret door. Um, and you also notice about this secret door that uh, as you kind of look at the edges of it, they're constructed out of flint. Like, Werewolves? <laughs> he goes, it's Flint. I'm right what? over here. No, not you, Flint. This Flint. Like what you used to make fire? <laughs> Baz, like, his eyes widen, um, and he's all like, eggs. While his eyes widen, he's just gonna start shoving people towards the exit. It should be fine so long as we don't open it, but pretty sure if we try to open this thing, it's going to ignite the fire. Yeah, having friends who've died in a coal mine, let's just not. We move away. Okay, uh, you can return to the grate. The uh, underground water goes, uh, continues on in the other direction. You can, your options are up through the grate or continue through the water passageway. 
Do you want me to go the other way? We haven't seen this side of the tunnel. Uh, I'll just go problem. real quick. Yeah, all right. I go real quick. All right. Um, how far do you go? Because after about a full round's movement, uh, you're just going through a tunnel. After a second round, full round movement, it, you move 55 feet, right? I can move uh, up to 110 feet per round. Right. If you, yeah. Um, if so I'm running. After, after full round's movement, this passageway kind of winds a little bit, makes a big curve. Uh, and then at the second round, you get to another kind of stairwell that leads up into uh, a passageway. And this passageway ends at a wall. Uh, does it smell? It does not smell. Yeah. But you start to pick up the sound of uh, falling water a lot louder than uh, just the water that was trickling into the other room. This kind of feels like water rushing. Ooh, okay, she moves back to the group. Um, that way is a long tunnel, and then there's a stairwell, and then there's uh, lots of water sounds, but I don't see any water. It looks like a dead end, but no, apparently I can't see where there are doors. If you wanted to make a retroactive or yeah, retroactive perception check to see if you could find that that door. Eh. <laughs> what did you get? You're, you're muted. No, I know. I'm sorry. I was saying door and door. Uh, no, I don't think that she would like. I think that she might assume that. It's dead. Just, Although the skeleton was running that. Yeah, I'll make it. Okay. Oh shit! Oh, it was a seven. Um, twenty-four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, because you kind of saw how like these things are just really finely worked into the stone. Uh, you do find a door there at the end of that oh. short tunnel. And there's a door. <laughs> uh, and but lots of water sounds. Yeah, lots of water sounds, but you didn't continue that way to see where the water was leading. So your options are up through the grate or towards that secret door. Secret door? Oh, I don't feel comfortable going into the crystal room until we have this mask, so secret door, I suppose. All right. Cool. As a group, you move back towards the secret door. Uh, you are in a small passageway that leads up to this, this door. Uh, what would you like to do? Uh, do? Do we have to like try to open the door? Uh, yes, you can. If you try I to open the door, check for traps. All right, you can. Uh, yeah, go ahead and check for traps. Roll perception checks or investigation if you like. Twenty-four. Cool. Uh, there are no discernible traps. I open the door. All right. Uh, you open the door, and beyond is a small chamber. Skulls 
Yeah, skulls crusted with dried mud glower from niches cut into the walls of this tomb. A stone sarcophagus stands at the center of the chamber, its lid adorned with a coiled serpent carved in relief. Behind, or actually from your perspective, adjacent to the sarcophagus, resting atop a marble, marble pedestal, is an ornate crystal box with a small humanoid skull floating inside it. Nope. <laughs> nope. I can't just say that to every single tomb. Come on, man. Every time we walk into a room, we're going to hit a lot of nope. So, wait. Inside of this tomb is a like a terrarium with a floating skull inside? Essentially. A crystal... Ornate crystal box with a small humanoid skull floating inside it. Um, at the far side of the room, there is a indentation or i guess an outdentation from your point of view uh with a um it seems like there's a hallway beyond that uh but it's a small uh like kind of three foot wide uh gap that leads into that hallway um if we take a step inside of the room does it we're like looking at the skull does it look like it's looking at anything in particular or is it just sort of like resting uh the skull with its you know vacant hollow eyes is just floating inside the box doesn't appear to be doing anything gotcha um uh, wanda secrets last use for the day uh, it points at the concave uh, surface on the other side of the room. Okay. The the thing that kind of looks like the, the small passageway that kind of looks like it's leading into a hallway. Don't go through the hole. Got it. Oh. No hands. Um, so let me just make sure that's the closest. <laughs> You never know at the tomb of the nine trickster gods. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that is what it points at. Okay. Um, Tesh will step into the room. As you step into the room, the voice of a young girl echoes in your mind. What's happening? Why can't I see? <clears throat> the skull kind of rotates is kind of trying to look around the room. Do we... Only Tesh hears this. Just not going to uh, not going to address that. Where, where am I? Who's there? Are you a friend of my father's? Why can't I see? Just keep on going. Not saying a thing. <laughs> okay. It looks safe. Tesh is perfectly equipped for this. Tesh just walks into the room. What do the rest of you do? I'll walk into the room. Uh, and as you walk into the room, this voice starts... You can hear this voice now, too, as uh, this voice of a young girl is sounding a little bit more panicked. Tesh What's going on? Just turns if you're there, Wally please talk to me. And puts um, Tesh, uh, Wally looks at Tesh, lips. nods his head, and turns to the rest of the party, shakes his head, and puts a finger up to his lips. 
just mimicking Tish. turns to Baz and puts her finger on her lips, <laughs> shakes her head. Baz looks very seriously at each person in the group, uh, looks kind of confused, takes a step in, and I imagine he starts hearing the voice too. Um, and he turns around uh, and puts a hand out to Rin Rin, as in, don't come in here. She places her hand on. Which crosses the threshold? Why Why can't I see anything? Oh, she takes her hand back. Is anyone in there? Please. Just very insistent eyebrows at Rin Rin, like, stay here. Gonna go over to the exit at the end of the room. Just kind of, like, look in. Uh, yeah, so you look through that small crawl, uh, or I guess hole in the wall, essentially. Uh, there is a, another corridor that seems to lead into a dark, large atrium. Uh, and the voice starts to get a lot more panicked. Please, please, if you're here, talk to me. I haven't talked to anyone. I, please help me! And just motions to the hole to Wally. Wally turns like the rest of the party. He's like biting his lower lip in a very like harsh grimace like mm. gets on his hands and knees and starts crawling into the hole. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't the Wand of Secrets point at that for a trap? Or a secret door! Oh, fuck. Uh, Wally, you crawl through this door, uh, and w when you get to the other side, uh, you look back and see that, uh, this part of the wall has a giant stone skull crusted with moss that is, uh, built into the wall, that you, and you just climb through its mouth. Um, a flame flickers in one of its eye sockets. Uh, the rest of you, however, uh, while you stop hearing this voice. Um, however, the rest of you hear it get more and more panicked until a ear-shattering scream echoes throughout the chamber uh, within your telepathically. The crystal box shatters uh, and the skull ignites. And we are in initiative. Well... This is nice. Oh wait, yeah, we keep. The we're same using initiative. the yeah. same we're initiative. We're just using the yeah, same yeah, initiative. Yeah. So, uh, let me just make sure that I get this lovely's initiative in. Um, everyone else in the room, uh, as the uh, scream fades away in your minds, uh, you hear the skittering of many, many tiny feet. Um, as out of these skull faces in the wall, their mouths kind of agape, uh, hundreds of tarantula, mummified tarantulas start uh, piling out of them and coalescing into uh, six swarms of insects. Uh, yeah, this side's rather nice. <laughs> At the top of the round is Flint. Um, I'm just going to say Artis and Dragonbait and Flint had followed you guys in just based off of the uh, yeah. um, marching order. So Flint is just going to move up to one of these 
uh, swarms and just start punching away at them, as, you know, someone does. Uh, up next will be Wally. What would you like to do? I take a look at the area around me. Is it another room or...? It is a corridor um, that leads to a... Um, from this vantage point, you can see that there is like a banister that like, like it leads into a larger looking room. You can't see to the other side of the room, but you can see that there is like a, a railing uh, there. Uh, do I hear the commotion on the other side, or is it yes, like? Yes, yes. You hear the you hear the the, the movement of many uh, tiny insect feet, and you hear the box shatter and can see the skull and ignite into flames. Ooh. Okay. He gets on his belly and pulls out the rifle and starts taking aim at the skull. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. Pistol throw shot. Does a seventeen hit? A 17 does hit. Dealing 8 points of piercing damage, second attack. 8 points yeah. of non-magical piercing, which is totally fine. Uh, 27 on the second one. That hits. For 10 points of non-magical piercing damage. Cool. Uh, uh, Flint had taken out one of these swarms of insects as he just starts hammering into them. Up next in initiative is Artis, who pulls out his dagger and starts stabbing some in uh, uh, insects. Boy, you're rolling really well today, I say to myself. He kills uh, two swarms of insects, actually. There are uh, three left. Up next is Tesh. Uh, well... Tesh is going to shield faith. Okay. Boop. Um. Yeah. So my AC is a twenty-three now, and then I am going to use my magical rapier that I didn't unattune to to stab at this magical floating skull. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a nine to hit. I don't think that'll hit the magical floaty skull. That does not hit the magical right, floaty skull. Second attack. Uh, skull. uh, does 13 hit? A 13 matches. Okay, um... Baz hasn't gone yet, so I am going to... The next attack against this skull has advantage. Alright. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, sweet. Sounds good. Uh, sorry. Um, retroactively, that misses because it casts shield. Oh, what a chump. Okay. That's fine. Sorry. It's not the only one who can increase their AC. I'm just, you know, familiarizing myself with its, uh, stat block as it's Vaz's turn. Alright, uh, the skull has not acted in initiative yet. It has not acted in initiative. That's fine, I get advantage anyway. Yep. Uh, well, you, no, you, you don't get advantage anyway, because uh, I took that away. It what about assassinate? Shield. So assassinate will give you advantage? Okay, yeah, so you're fine. Oh, that's a lot of small numbers. Not a fan. Um, 17? 
17 with shield, which only increases it by five, does not hit. Okay. Um, bonus action, I suppose. Uh, I don't think there's any hiding here, is there? There does not appear to be anywhere to hide. Are you, you in could... dim light? Uh, you are near Artis, who is shedding bright light for 20 feet. You could get right. away from the bright light. Because... I, okay, could I do that without provoking? You would have uh, provoked from uh, like a swarm of spiders. I'll take it. Yeah, because with Skulker, you just need dim light to be able to hide. Right, right, right. I forgot I was a Skulker. Yeah, it's one of the best feats. I love it. A nine doesn't hit, probably. Nope. Cool. Uh, so you, you move away into kind of a, a more shadier part of the room and hide, or roll yep. your stealth check. Baz moves through uh, the darkness, hops over the uh, sarcophagus, and rolls a 27 to hide. Cool. And it only sheds uh, light in a 15-foot radius. 27. Up next is it, though. And this mean, mean man just attacked it. Oh, how could you do this to me? I'm a child, and you should speak no truth to the, the child. Um, so it's going to cast a third level magic missile at you. Uh, at who? Which at Tesh. Oh, that's not good. It's not. Uh, so each level above third adds another. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Roll them individually. All right. Tell me the damage because I do have my 10 temp HP. So if it right. doesn't reduce at all. First one is uh, five. Okay, it takes uh, 10 points of cold. It is immune to cold damage. Oh, never mind. Then you Sorry. can just add them all up. It's fine. Uh, so, cool. I'm crazy. I rolled a nat one. All right. <laughs> Tesh, get... It's fun to be able to hear all the muted sounds. Because then they just slam your hands on the desk. Tesh, so, get rid of the sword. No, I promise I won't get hit. I Immediately promise I won't hit. get hit. You had advantage on that, remember? You, Danny DeVito's helping you. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a 15 for the first time I got hit from a magic missile. That's a 14. Yep, I failed. Okay. On the second missile uh... hit. <laughs> um... So including the first one, which did five damage, total damage is 24 damage. Cool. Bad man! Stinky bastard skull made me lose control. Cool. That was its turn, Rinrin. Um, I can see what they're fighting, right? Someone just... Yes. They're, the little girl did not manifest, right? Nope. It is a skull that is flaming. You might even call it a flame skull. Cool. I'm gonna flame, flame fist. I'm gonna throw darts at it because I was told not to go in the room. Uh, so I'm gonna attack twice with my my darties. Okay. Um. Okay. I don't know why I keep rolling that dice, but one of them is a nat twenty. Uh, okay. One of them is a uh, twenty-three. So darts. The crit damage is. Uh, eight. 
And then the second one is uh, six damage. So eight plus six is 14. Yes. Uh, and then I guess I will, well, my key points come back at a short rest, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so I'll do flurry of blows. Nope, I can't do that because that's only on, that's it. That's all I do. Okay. Yeah. your turn. There are three swarms of spiders left. They are going to go after your companions. Uh, one's going to go after Tesh. Two are going to go after, or one's going to go after Artist. One's going to go after Dragonbait. Dragonbait got a nat one on initiative, FYI. Tesh, I'm pretty sure a 10 doesn't hit you. No. That doesn't hit Artist. And that doesn't hit Dragonbait. There's a bunch of spiders crawling around. Um, Dragonbait is going to try and kill one of these swarms, uh, which he does, and he hits, and he kills a swarm. So there's only two left: one on Dragon, or one on Artis, and one on Tesh. And at the top of the round is Flint, and he's going to punch the ones on uh, Artis. Uh, that's going to kill them all as well. Um, however, Artis is going to take a little bit of damage. Uh, Wally, what would you like to do? Well, I see, still see the skull in my sights. The skull is still in your sights, my friend. Start blasting. All right. Uh, dirty 20 to hit? Yeah. For six points of slashing, non-magical. And okay. a dirty 20 to hit. All right. Or a natural 20 dead, sorry, for. Yeah. Hell yeah, 16 non magical slant piercing. Amazing. Uh, you take two shots, and the fl flame school uh, is just explodes, and its ashes uh, sprinkle to the floor. Um, but there's still a swarm of spiders on Teshvale. Uh, and, and a Teshvale. And a Teshvale. Um, Artist and Dragonbait are aware of your condition. Um, so they are going to stand ready to start running away if you come towards them. Um, but what can they do? I don't think Artist can really help you from here. He's going to ready an attack if you come towards him. Uh, which it is your turn, Tesh. And right now you are covered in spiders. What's near me? The what's near? Uh, I guess. Do I have to make a distinctive roll between the spiders and the flaming skull? The flame skull is dead. Oh, I checked out for like five seconds. All right, yeah, I guess <laughs> I'll kill these spiders. Uh, that is a sixteen to hit. Yep, I would hope so. Uh, I would hope so. Next up. Yeah, that's max damage for 14 points of magical. Cool. Uh, you cut the the swath of spiders down to a less than half. All right, I'm attacking again. That's a 10. Does a 10 hit? A 10 does not hit. All right, that's it. I'm Tesh is very clearly looking not like he's all there at the moment in a very familiar way, and he's just, like, trying to stab spiders off of himself. 
Baz. <laughs> All right, how many spiders are left? There are just a few spiders left on Tesh himself. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, um, uh, oof, um, I'm going to call over to um, Walmorn, uh, and I'm going to say, um, Lila, Tesh has gone, <laughs> gone mental again. Um, and he's going to run to the other, like, run to the way that we came in. Um, and he's going to stand ready to shut the door and basically say, everybody this way. Cool. Uh, Rin Rin, uh, you are on the other side of the skull from Tesh, essentially. So you can see him frantically stabbing at the spiders on him. Frantically with a terrifying grin that you know he means he lost control. Uh-huh. Um, uh, and uh, Baz is telling her to go into a doorway that is past? No. Uh, she's telling right. you to go back the way oh. it came. Oh, okay. Um, she'll throw some more darts then. Since she's already out of the room. Okay? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You're th- Never mind. You're, you're in the doorway. Yeah. yeah. So are you th- throwing the darts at the, the skull? Spiders? The skull's down. That's, oh, I'm sorry. Right? You I said, know. I checked I out thought you, I thought you said it, it. he's between, the skull is between you Where two. Where the he, skull was. I see it. Yes. Okay. So, um, so uh, Rin Rin is going to throw some darts at the spiders that are on Tesh. Okay. Go for it. Um, that's a 21 and a 25. Uh, a 25 hits you, Tesh, right? Uh, it is this a melee attack? No. No. no yeah, then it'll attack. hit me. Okay. So you'll take a little bit of damage off of this roll, both the damage. Okay. First Actually, roll one the damage for the first one. Is uh five. The second that one is eight. actually exactly lethal, so you don't have to throw the second one. Oh, solid. Okay. I don't remember how we get him out of this. Leave me alone. Okay. Get outside of sixty feet. Shall, or like, uh, just, get, just get into a position where he can't see you. Or my, hear my you. My plan is to get everybody on the other side of this door and then shut it. Okay. Uh, all the NPCs are kind of in position already for that. Um, so, actually, Dragonbait's the last one to go. Uh, and then Artis and Flint both go before Tesh. So if uh, that'll kind of be the, the modus operandi. Yep. That's that's what I do. It, like I wait for everybody to get to the other side of the door, and then I shut it, and then like lean against it. Cool. Um, Dragonbait does this. Artis is in there, and so is Flint. Uh, or Flint does move that way on his turn. Wally, on your turn, what would you do? Oh, he's uh, lying low on his side of the wall. Cool. Roll stealth. Twenty-one. Your target was a thirteen. <laughs> okay. Uh, An artist moves in and Baz closes the door. Tesh, you are, for all intents and purposes, alone in a chamber with a sarcophagus and the remains of several spiders and a skull. Okay. Uh, the sort of life stealing. Ah. Uh... Ba want to see must use your action each round if 
You have multiple targets. You are a berserk until the start of your turn with no creatures within 60 feet that I can see or hear. So can I not see or hear any other creatures? Group stealth check for the people behind the door. Low. Fourteen. Twenty-three. You beat it just barely because two of your NPCs rolled that ones on their stealth check, but it's a group stealth check. So as long as half got over thirteen, which it did, he cannot hear you. Don't worry, I'll carry this team. Okay. Oh. The rage goes away. And Tesh just sort of says to himself, I checked out there for a brief moment. Where's that skull? Uh, Tess is just like on the other side of the door, counting down to himself for when the rage is supposed to end. And Tesh will just go to the door, knock, uh, just like, I got better. <laughs> Baz goes to open the door and then he stops and he turns around and looks at everybody else and it's like, do we know if he's able to, like, try and trick us? Tashfell would never trick us. Maybe the crazy one would, though. Baz just looks at Rinrin, and then he goes to open the door. <laughs> Tesh, cool. Tesh has always been upfront and honest with his Tesh party. is very upfront. Yeah, but, like, he's talking about, like, if he was in his rage, would he have the wherewithal to try and trick us? No, he oh, usually is, like, way more he's overt when he's raging. Silent. Oh, yeah, no, he is very overt. It's just like, I'm going to turn you into a blood painting. Like, <laughs> I'm uh, going to turn you into a blood painting. Oh, my. All right, Baz uh, opens the door just like, you finished? Nods. Kind of shrugs a little bit. All right, he throws it open the rest of the way. Wool, are you okay out there? Wooly. Well, you, you can hear them, Wally. Wall, <laughs> Wally? Okay. Wait, where did Wally go? He's hiding. What'd you get on your stealth check again, Wally? 21. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well. Oh no, maybe he's in danger. Wally! <laughs> she starts yelling. Is the sarcophagus locked? Uh, you go and check the sarcophagus and... Uh, you are able to make a stealth, uh, strength check for me. An athletics check. All right. 19. Awesome. Uh, you slide the lid off of this sarcophagus, and inside is a bundle of faded cloth uh, that holds the serpentine bones of a jackali. Jackali. A staff rests atop these remains. All right. Yoink. All right. Um, green smoke. Huh? Sorry, cut. But green smoke billows from the staff, cooling around you like a servant. A sibilant voice whispers in your ear. Let me help you. I promise to be good. Uh, and you need to make me some form of check. Another a cursed item, huh? Charisma saving throw. Oh, charisma? Chorizo? I got this. Net one. 22. Oh. Okay. 
Uh, you hear kind of this snake-like voice whisper to you that it wants to help you, but you put up your defenses and it uh, rebounds off of your off of you. Oh, yeah. And the, the smoke kind of uh, dissipates around you. Where's the bag? Who has the bag? Okay. Wally, wherever you are, I have something I want to put in it. It's a cursed item. It's not mine. There's a snake thing in here that's trying to get me <clears throat> to accept its help. Uh, while they're doing all that, Wally has walked over to the railing, put a hand on it, and just looked over. Okay. Uh, you do this. In fact, you look down, uh, and the darkness... Ex How far is your dark vision? 60 feet? I think it's 60, yeah. Yeah. The darkness extends beyond your view. However, as you kind of look over the banister, um, you see a hunched creature on the uh, floor below you. In fact, you see that there are there's a flow about floor about 25 feet below you, another one about 50 feet below you, and then it just kind of goes into darkness way, way down below. Is this creature? Sorry, God. So uh, a grand chamber opens ahead 50 feet across and plunging down into darkness below. Uh, a stone balcony winds around the walls to connect four archways. One of those archways is the one that you're in. Other balcony levels are visible below, with corridors radiating off, radiating off of them in all directions. To the north, a stone staircase descends to the lower levels. A hunched figure glares up at you from the balcony below, wearing a mask that is a replica of the devil face at the tomb entrance. Without saying a word, the figure steps out of sight. He's going to go into his bag, light a torch, and then just huck it into the middle to see how just far down it goes. Uh, sure. You huck your torch down, and down, down it goes. Uh, where are you aiming? S center mass of the room. Cool. Uh, you see it go down to a floor about 100 feet below you, where on four pedestals stand these large four-armed gargoyles, but the light passes past them uh, and plunges even deeper and mm -hmm. is uh, engulfed in darkness down there again. Nope. Turns around, walks back to the skull face and leans. I'd rather much deal with the crazy Tesh than what's up ahead. I have something for you to put in the bag. That's very forward of you, Mr. Teshvale, and I will gladly accept if you will not stab me. I'm Baz's fine. face appears in the hole. Why didn't you answer me? I was busy. Oh, by the way, there was a hunched figure back there about 80 feet down, and it was wearing a mask just like the one at the tomb front. Maybe that's the mask that we need. Yeah. Also, just be careful. Uh, the, the room up ahead goes down pretty deep. Should we oh. come over there, or do you want to come back here? Uh, also, on this side of the wall, there is a skull face, and when you crawl out of the, you crawl out of it, you crawl out of the mouth, and one of the eye holes just lit up when I did so. I don't know what that means. Are you sure about that? Was it already lit? Tyler? When you came through, you looked back, and there was one eye lit. You don't know if it was lit beforehand? I don't know if it was lit, lit beforehand or it was, you know, it lit when I crawled through. 
unless one of y'all wants to come through and we can see if it lights up and then decapitates us, that'd be cool. Not really. Why don't I come through? I'm pretty pretty good at not being decapitated. And then we'll uh, start crawling through. I would also like to say that when Tesh picked up that staff out of the the sarcophagus, you guys didn't see green smoke billow out and uh, whisper into his ear. He just kind of stiffened up for a sec and then said, I, I've got another cursed item for you. <laughs> I'll watch the skull as Rinrin crawls through. All right, so Rinrin is craw crawling through. Cool. Uh, you crawl through the jaws and the, uh, the illuminated fire extinguishes. Ah. There's no lights in either eye. I was wrong. It extinguished. That's never a good sign. There any gas smell? Nope. No smell. Other than dance dungeons. Other than magical. I don't know what that indicates. I don't know. Maybe, maybe every time someone moves through the threshold, it either lights or doesn't light. Like the clapping torches. Oh, Y'all yeah. want to try your luck? Wow, this is a big hole. <laughs> She'd like I'll go for it. I'll go. Do we need to go through the scary skull face? Uh, Baz just kind of like Puts a hand on Tesh. You don't take chances in the tomb of, a, of the non-trickster gods. I definitely wasn't about to say something different then. Sounded like you were going to start with an A sound, but that's all right. Yeah, no, for some reason the word annihilation comes to mind. <laughs> hmm. It does seem very annihilating. Maybe that's because... Sarak annihilated the nine trickster gods. That's why we keep getting it jumbled. But I agree. But this seems like our only way down. Uh, we never turned right. Yeah, people who have an idea of like how dungeons are laid out. We never turned right. Then lead the way. Wally? Walmorn, if you would like to come back to us, you're more than welcome to, but if you would prefer to stay there near your unspeakably deep drop and hunched figures, you're also more than welcome to. Nope, I'm coming through. No, that seems like a bad idea. It's probably going to be bad things. Only one way to find out. Do whatever you want. Just... Okay, so none of us can go through it, and Wally can't come back. Rinrin's on the other side with him. Oh, yeah. okay. So Rinrin, so both Wally and Rinrin are already through it. I don't um, think but... anybody should go through this space again. You two stay over there, and we'll try to meet up with you later. I don't like that idea. We should not split up. We shouldn't split up. If I were to slide my javelin into the mouth all the way through, does anything happen? No. Giant face gags. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Uh, Rin Rin is like, oh, I'll go first, then just make sure it's safe. Okay, Wally? No, who didn't hear me? That's what I'm going to do. I would like to see that. I'll crawl back. All right, Rin Rin, you crawl through. Oh, boy. Baz looks away. You guys are lucky I'm bad at rolling. Uh, so, Rin Rin, you uh, start rolling, th- you start crawling through, and you can feel uh, the lower jaw start to move. Um, but because you are quick and agile, uh, you roll completely through and it slams shut. Uh, and then it starts to open back up. Wally, on your side, both lights, both eyeballs illuminate into small little flames. Oh. Huh. All right. I get it now. Did you see that? I almost died. No kidding. Hey, so by the way, uh, the trap probably reset on this side because the lights just came back on on the skull face. So every third person going through here is going to die, probably. So maybe you should come back now and then we can go back here later? Sure, but just in case, he's going to take off the bag of holding and slide it through the mouth to the other side. Yep, you were able to do so. Yep. And you stuff a staff with uh, serpents coiling around it into the bag of holding. <laughs> nah, I thought I would die. And he will start crawling through the mouth. Cool. You crawl through the mouth. You are on the other side. What would you guys like to do? Cool. I was right. Oh, he'll take out a piece of chalk and then he'll write a big number two next to the crawl space. All right. Nice. Gotcha. Okay. So then we're all backing out, all going right. Uh, Your current options are either go through the the mouth uh, or back through the secret door that you came into this room from. So secret door. Yeah. And then you uh, guys were saying that there was another path after Secret Door. When I say we never went right, I mean at, all the way back before the grate at the face with the darkness inside. There was at, a- at, Yeah, at the gaping mouth, there was a left and a right. You only went left. Okay. So double back. Check right. Yep. So you can uh, go out that Secret Door down into the, uh, the sewer again. Um... Off to your right is the sound of tumultuous water. Off to your left is the way you came. Uh, I'm assuming you're going back the way you came. Yeah. Uh, So you go all the way back the way you came. You get to the grate. You can climb back up or continue. All right. You climb back up. up. You are uh, to the left, a crystalline window. Beyond is a tomb with that bronze disc and the many eyes moving around. To the right is a hallway that leads into a large room. Right hallway, large room? That's cool. a place we yeah. haven't gone before? Yeah. You go towards this, uh, to the right, into this large room. Uh, and Wally, this looks like the room that you had just left. Uh, you're just on the other side. Ah, all right. Yeah, so this is on the other side of the room we were just on. A... Wait, but we were... <clears throat> that doesn't make any door. sense. 
so this room is about 100 feet deep. You can't see the bottom with your dark vision. Uh, It is lined by a small uh, balcony all the way around the the room. On the north side, or to your left, is a stairwell. um, Direct... So your, your current options are back the way you came. On the far side is where Wally was. Uh, and you can get there by going around the outside. To the, on the left is a staircase going down. Uh, also on the left is a small archway. And then on the other side, there is a fourth archway. So there are four total archways in this room, room that you can leave or go down. Wally's going to take out another torch and light it. So the figure that I saw went down. Like He'll point in the general direction, and then he'll... Uh, yeah, so. you, you pointed out. It was like on a level or two, two below you, so it wasn't too far down. And then he'll huck the torch into the middle of the room again to try and get the same effect. Well, you, 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 you do that again. Uh, the torch goes all the way down, 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 past these giant statues of gargoyles, and into a a uh, small pit, about 10 foot pit, 10 foot wide pit on the bottom floor and goes deeper and disappears. So we need to find this Sararak and stop what he's doing, yeah? Sararak may or may not be here. What we need to find is the Eye of Zoltek and then we need to find the Soulmonger. Right. Yes, the Soulmonger. That's why I thought we were here to, to end the Death Curse. Right. So, and the gold, and other treasures. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. That's why you're here. I mean, the grand scheme of things, that's like a secondary effect. We clear out the soulmonger, and we got free room in the dungeon. Third dairy, whatever. How do we? Tritary, sir. Tertiary. Tertiary. Thank you. What is our strategy here? Do we want to explore every inch of every level? Or what is the idea? I need to find the Eye of Zoltek. Once that has been acquired, we can just do a rabbit run. Just the most... It's a phrase used to describe the most direct route to something. That's weird. It sounds like he wants to check every corner. So you don't know where the... You don't know where the eye is, or you do know where the eye is? I know is? it's in here somewhere. Oh, okay. Do that we know where the, the bad guy is? We don't know if he even is here. I'm assuming if this is a multi-layered thing, with each layer getting more and more dangerous, that the thing that he wishes to keep secret and keep safe will be at the bottom on the most dangerous layer. So should we start at the bottom? Now we're here? Well, we started at the top, and we're still at the top. I know, but this is a big chasm. Don't you think it'll go all the way down to the bottom? Yes, but we need to work our way down, and based off of the layout of this current place, we don't really know what direction is going to lead us straight down other than the path Wally's torch just took. And honestly... That could just lead to death. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, there's one certain way to find out, and I'm not really willing to do it. We really should have brought a bag of rats. What? Bag of rats. 
is that another phrasing like what Mr. Tesh said about the rabbit run, or do you mean a literal bag a literal of rats? Bag of rats would have been what nice. the fuck? It would have been nice to have a rat to throw through that door that you went through. Thank you for raiding us, Nick Wilk. I'm confused. I'm okay. also confused. So that the rat sends off the trap instead of you. Why would you want to hurt a little rat? I don't want to hurt a rat. Well, it starts walking down the stairs. Alright, you start walking down the stairs. Um, cha -cha -cha -cha. Welcome to the stream, guys. Yeah, Hello. The stream, guys. We should split these up easier, too. Um, the staircase takes you down to another level just like you are on now. This level splits up into, I believe, four corridors as well. Um, let's see for a sec. Actually, uh, as you get to the bottom of the stairs, there's a corridor immediately to your left. There is a corridor straight ahead. Uh, and then there is a, looks like a metal door on the south end of this chamber. So there are only three paths. However, once you do get to the bottom of the stairs, you find a, uh, a plaque, a bronze plaque, that is uh, affixed to the wall next to the second path. And it has writing engravings on it as well. Thank you for following Nick Wilk, and thank you to the anonymous gifter for dropping five gift subs in the chat again. Hell yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Um, and I will share this plaque as well, because it gives you more warnings. And thank you for following Sea Wilk. So we just went down one flight of stairs. Wally did. Okay. We're not letting him go alone. We follow. Okay. Uh, there is the plaque there. The ring is a path to another tomb. The dead abhor sunlight. Only a jewel can tame the frog. Bow as the dead god intoned, and into darkness descend. Well, at least we're doing the last one, right? What would you like to go? The ring is a path to another tomb. Uh, on the so, exits are north, east. There's a metal door to the south, and then the staircase continues down on the west side. Uh, just real quick, Tyler, can I go through my bag and look at the jade rings? Do they have gems on them, or are they just jade rings? The jade rings from? Uh, I received them from, like, opening a, what's it, a drawer. They're, like, a bunch of trinkets. They're... Yeah, they're, they're just trinkets. Okay. It didn't seem to have any, like, what type of gem? Uh, they're jade rings. The yeah. I was asking if they had gems inset on them, or is it just, like, jade rings? They yeah, depict just, the trickster gods. Yeah, it's just pure jade. Okay. Should I share uh, unannotated un maps of the tomb as a visual aid? Uh, do you guys need unannotated maps of the tomb as a visual aid? Okay. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm I sending... retain information better if I can see it visually. I, I, I'm the same way, so uh, it, it's difficult to describe the layout. 
that's why I'm trying to be whenever you get to a room, tell you the exits that you can go yeah. through. Uh, if you scroll down, um, you'll see Tomb of the Nine Gods, levels one through six. And I believe we're on the second one right now. You are on level two, the Dungeon of Deception. So we have uh, exits to the north and to the east. North and east. There's a door to the south and a staircase down to the west. Or the way that you came, up the, up the staircase. Are we top left? Yes. No, top right. Or where are we? Top right? We're you right in front of that plaque, which is on the west wall. On the east wall. East wall. God, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I am unhelpful. <laughs> We are in the central chamber. Yes, you are in the center chamber. Center chamber. At the bottom of the staircase on the north yes. side. Okay. So. So. If Wally turns that corner, does he see the fucking mask down that corridor? Uh, yeah. Well, I hate everything about this, actually. Can't we just keep going down? Set into the middle of the floor is a stone bas relief of a bearded devil face painted green. Right. We could keep on going down, but I feel like we should at least check some of the rooms for anything useful. Was there Okay. The I mean you said that that staff is cursed. Was there any point to that sarcophagus? To house the staff i'm assuming there was also a jaculi in there the bones of oh what? yes oh you think we just desecrated the tomb of an, one of the nine gods it could have been a gift of one of the gods it might not be a cursed item i just you know after all of the shit you guys have been giving me ever since I picked up the sword, I just assume well, any item that speaks to you is instantly cursed. Well, you know what, Mr. I appreciate you, Mr. Tesh. When we got to you. When yes. we got to Omu, we had to visit nine different shrines to collect nine different puzzle cubes. Is it possible that we're going to have to visit nine different tombs and collect nine other bullshit items. Quite possibly, yes. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past anyone to do that. Okay, just so we're clear. Why were we would we have to collect things if we're just looking for the death guy? Because, because he... Just in the same way that we found the cubes, and the cubes acted as a key for a much larger door, these items might also act as a key to allow us past the point. Because if each of them are guarded by something, say, a flaming skull, then it is going to be a deadly situation where we are constantly pitted against more than our means trying to obtain these items, which makes it a much more defensible position from well, a Sararak's perspective. Oh, what was the, the item that you retrieved from the sarcophagus then? Was it, it a magic item? Yes, it was a staff that had some snakes entwined upon it, and when I pulled it up, it would, uh, 
I'm surprised none of you else saw it. It was a lot of, like, green smoke. It tried to speak to me and said something along the lines of, if you need my help, just accept it. And it seemed, um, uh, albeit a bit sinister. I was on the other side of a wall. I did not see any smoke. Which leads me to believe it was probably a cursed item, because anything that puffs out smoke that only one person can see is typically not a good thing. Or just a really gassy person. You are just a magnet for these things, aren't you? I like picking things up. I can't help it. Well, seeing as there's no other way down from here... Isn't there a way down? There, Can't we continue down the stairs? On the west side. Oh. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, I see it. Should and we... There are stairs that lead all the way down to the bottom floor where there are... Now that you can are 25 feet lower, can start to make out the figure of some giant gargoyle statues. Mm, don't like that. I'm just saying, if this is the case, if we do need to visit all nine tombs, it definitely was one still on the first level. The one with all the masks. Yep, yep, yep. Let, let's do this first. Let's go to the most bottom level we can get to and see if there is a fucking door we need to open up with bullshit nine items. I like that and then idea. I like starting at the end of tests and then working my way back. Alright. Oh, no. You're killing me. Why did Tyler make that face? Because he has to go through like it's it's a nightmare to to navigate as a DM. There's there's six let's, levels. <laughs> let's just say we get to a point, and if it stops us from progressing any further, all right, go to the next one. Uh, so you continue down this spiraling staircase. Um, I would say that you continued down, but as you pass that metal door to the. Uh, on the second level, on the south side, there's a metal door. There's three oval holes are carved into a nine foot, nine foot wide, nine foot high stone. No, I'm making it metal. Metal door at human head height. As you approach, three humanoid heads stick out of the holes, each covered in putrid flesh and gnashing on an iron bit bolted to a chain bridle. Um, so there are some zombies on the other side of this door. But you are resolved to go further down, down, down. Uh, so you take the west staircase down, you get to the third floor. Uh, exits are a large hallway to the west, a shorter hallway to the north with a, another one of those, like another stone mask type deal, but this one much smaller, uh, and a, another small corridor to the south. There is another plaque here. Um, I will just show all the plaques that you see later as you are uh, going all the way down. Uh, you, there is a staircase and now that you guys are at this level you can see these uh these gargoyle statue statues um a little bit better um and the unique thing about these is that uh they're standing on these like pretty big 10 foot uh wide uh pillars but they have metal metal caps on the top that the uh, gargoyles are standing on these are copper silver gold and platinum around and we we have moved down to the fourth level you are on the third level and you can on. continue down the staircase to the fourth level 
uh, where uh, there are the balcony is about like 10 feet off the ground here. There's a passage to the south, there, there's passages south, west, and east. And then you can continue down uh, to the bottom of this room. Um, from, from the balcony, you can kind of see that that pit in the middle uh, just kind of descends into uh, darkness. Well, it would descend into darkness, but there are two torches at the bottom of it. And having getting gotten further down, you can actually see the light flickering from those torches down below. You know, the more levels we pass, the more I do not like this place. Uh, Why are already... you here, Wally? He did you not pay attention to any of the story dump that I did a while back? Was I there, or was it me? Was you it were very one? sad about Hassan. Yeah, well... Yes, I was warning my friend that I might have killed, so sorry. Uh, well, my on my father's deathbed, he told me that my inheritance, inheritance was somewhere here in Omu, and, well, lo and behold, here I am in the tomb of the Nine Trickster Gods trying to find... Something that might set my mama up to a nice and easy life. Was your father a god? Nah, I think it was more of the adventuring type. Okay. Rin Rin is <laughs> So, so you, do, you we don't want to. Sorry, I would, uh, if we're on the fourth level, we can see those uh, the gargoyles below us. If we yeah. like go down, or we can so go hallway to the west on, or south. Yeah. So on the fourth level, uh, on the balcony, you are like kind of at this point level with those gargoyles, and there's a staircase that continues down to where they're on to the floor that they're standing on um without going down there yet you can go to either the what the west where there is a long path that ends in a door or to the south well we can't go down any farther here do we want to go down the hallways hold on and while he's trying to recount all the plaques they pass you passed uh, three plaques plus the one that was on the obelisk. Yeah. Each of them had, so four total, each of them had some form of clue on them. Some forms of clues. Those were cool. uh, the, the other two that we didn't read were walk through water with weapon in hand, slake your shadow at the font, the vulture is the first step. Write the gods. The walls of history tell all. And then the last plaque on this level says death to fire, dine or drown. Precious air and falling sand. Oh, that's a full sentence. Death to fire, dine or drown. Precious air and falling sand. 
the army sleeps in silence, the mirror holds twelve, find the iron scepter's twin, and the maze holds the key. I'm pretty sure this might just relate to something on their respective floors. Okay, so do we just have to remember this one? I guess. Right. Okay. Let me put it this way, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna create some visual aids for this and update them as we play. Um, just. You know what? Uh, in character, Baz gets out a journal and he starts mapping the goddamn dungeon. Orvex was supposed to do that, but... He's fucking dead! Sorry, I'm not actually mad. I, I feel like I play Baz as, like, really upset. I'm not. I'm having fun. Got a lot of stress. So, uh, before we call it for tonight, uh, just what what is your guys's game plan so we're here right um we're gonna explore this level if there is a spot that we find where we can go further down we're going to continue to do that yes or are we just going to start here because this is the fourth level not the fifth level i'd say let's start fucking around on fourth level yeah okay all right as a dm i'm going to tell you the dungeon gets harder the further down you go. Yep. You are supposed to enter at level 9, but we fast-tracked, so you entered at level 8. Are you recommending, as a DM, that we go back up to the first level and start there? I am recommending that there are helpful items on each level, mm-hmm. and <laughs> things get harder the further down you go. Alright. Because if I remember correctly, <laughs> I, if I remember correctly, you said that there are things on each floor that you might need further down. Yeah. I, I like, you know, it's it, I, the ideal situation is to just play it straight, you know, and then whoever dies, dies. We learn as we go. You know, we bring in new characters, meet Grinder, but we have limited time. Yeah. So, like, give, feed us enough information that we have a chance to finish this game in time for you uh, to. Tyler, we can talk about this situation. I have an idea. Okay, I mean, it not on not on character level or just what? We can knights in the courtyard it. Knights in the courtyard, yeah. Wham. Uh, I so what, what I'm saying is, um, from what you guys know, uh, one you know that there's a lot of traps in this place and that it's designed to kill you. Like that's the point of this dungeon is to kill you. Um, but it is also the tomb of nine trickster gods. Uh, Tesh had a brief encounter with Moa the Jackali, one of the nine trickster gods, who said, let me in, I promise to help. And he took that as being very sinister. Uh, He also picked up a magic item, which, to be fair, I don't think any of you can use that one. But if if, if that tomb has a magic item, then maybe the other tombs have magic items in them as well. Yeah. That, you know. Oh, Huh. Uh, as an adventurer, you might think like that. I and I, it, like we are getting very much into to, uh, like knights in the courtyard uh, territory right here. Yeah, yeah. I will say for posterity, I literally have not read Tomb of Annihilation. Everything that I said tonight was pure speculation. Yeah. Um. 
you've gone down four levels. Uh, you have four plaques with warnings on them mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. that you saw so far that the, the first one said the enemies oppose, the one stands between them that helped you get through the front door. Uh, you didn't use it, but speak no truth to the uh, dead child or whatever. We didn't was. fucking speak at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, and thus she got mad and turned into a flame skull. Um, you're pretty sure Don the Masks or Be Seen relates to that other tomb. And mm -hmm. there are, there's another uh, uh, hint there. Uh, and each of these floors kind of has hints on them. So you're pretty sure that you could use these hints to help you with uh, different traps. Um, so, like, I, I'm just saying, like, as adventurers, as people who have been, have a good amount of experience now and are interested in collecting stuff, well, some of you, um, and finding this soulmonger, which you have correctly uh, ascertained that it's probably at the bottom, but that's also probably going to be the most dangerous part. Mm -hmm. yeah. So obviously just going straight down there is a path that you can take but mechanically in D, D, it's going to be way over leveled for you yep cool yeah Fair i think fine. i think then we should just go back up to the first level and clear it and then move down systematic yo systematic indeed also um, i would like to point out that moa is one of the good trickster gods yeah that's why i didn't want to let him in I'm not a good guy. I don't know why you thought I was. Okay. Fair. <laughs> um, and you don't know what would happen if you let Moe in. No. But... You literally have no idea. But with that all said, we've reached the end of time for today. The decision seems to be be at the top level, at mm -hmm. floor number one, yep. and see what we can gain from these tombs. Excellent. And with that, I would like to say thank you to Tyler for running this game and ensuring that we won't meet our inevitable fate because we rushed to the end of the boss. And with that, hey Tyler, I always look forward to you running games. Where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, my name is Tyler. You can find me at Frothy Inferno on Twitter. You can also find me here running Tomb of Annihilation on Sunday nights. Excellent. Sorry. Oh, hey, everybody. Um, RJ, here on the channel. This isn't my normal setup. I'm visiting some friends. You can catch me at rjustice 282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream video games with some other group of lovely individuals. You can catch me here in the same spot tomorrow on our Monday night homebrew campaign as Kalem, the Shattered High Wizard Cleric. And I think this week is Saturday with... Uh, G Game Nights Star Power, where we are some kids who have stands, and we are fighting another guy with a stand, and I'm going to get hit ridiculously hard. Uh, also, you can catch me on Sundays over at the Hype Goblins channel in the morning as I play Titus Valentine, a very sad boy noble. Denakeener.com Hi, I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters and Twitches. This is also not my normal setup and not my normal webcam, so sorry about that. Uh, but <laughs> you can find me here tomorrow. Um, I'm not here, actually, where Tyler is. 
tomorrow. <laughs> um, and then uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll be off. But Thursday, I will be on my channel streaming some Thursday Night Terrors. Um, we're going to play Monster Prom, I think. Um, Friday, I will be on G Game Nights. And Saturday, I will be on G Game Nights. And yeah, for fun stuff. DanaeKeener.com. And speaking of DanaeKeener.com, hi, everybody. I'm DanaeKeener.com. I'm DanaeKeener.com. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah this is my normal streaming setup but uh the lovely lb hack em up is not you know within like touching distance um which you can't see we are touching hands at this moment but yes uh you can find me here on sundays playing as uh bass the drow rogue fighter and on mondays playing as coriander the elegin paladin uh, i'm also going to be playing uh star power with this beautiful mug over here uh as and and oh you're going to be guesting yes. as well that's going to be very fun uh, uh, as Vivi, her thing is bees. DanaeKeener.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played on this show. Or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. But speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, or maybe you just kind of want to hang out and listen to us figure out what we're going to do throughout the rest of this tomb, you can go to patreon.com slash adventures and join us there. Again, the after show is just being hosted there. You don't need to be a Patreon supporter uh, in order to get access to that, but it helps. And with that, I would like to say once again, Thank you to everybody who decided to stop by. Thank you to these wonderful players for putting up with our bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye!